Okay, I am I am obsessed. I admit it. I don't go anywhere without my Whoop. It's true. He's right obsessed. now, I have the battery pack on it, charging. The charge lasts for like five days, which is pretty remarkable when you consider uh, the charge lasts of a lot of products you use. The Whoop is designed to track everything. 24-7 physiological data collected to help you analyze your whole, your most important um, thing, your body. It, it, it analyzes how much you sleep, how much sleep you need, recovery, how much activity strain you put on yourself. It's fascinating. It breaks it down. You can see all the data. You can go back and look at days when you're like, oh, I, I went for that run. This is how I slept that day. You know that if you partied, you can look at the data on that day. It just is a fascinating, fascinating thing. If you're looking to be smarter about how you sleep, recover, and train, you can be at your best. You have to get Whoop. For our listeners, Whoop is offering 15% off when you use the code YOURMOM at checkout. Go to Whoop.com. That's W-H-O-O-P.com. Use the code YOURMOM. Y-O-U-R-M-O-M at checkout and save 15% off your order. Unlock your best self today.
It's it's a really cool summary of this show, you know. Like I mean, my face. This could be played at like a retirement party. Like, look at all the things you guys did. It's so nice that you introduce these people to a larger audience. So that was. And you know. Is that on the hierarchy, like on the top 10 list, which is what we saw? Yeah. Uncle Terry is still the top of the By list. By the way, Uncle Terry, <laughs> like, he was kind of the star of that. He you know, smashed this. Throughout, like, the way that he <laughs> looks into the camera as he orgasms all the time is really, really that's fun. Right. It's really nice. You know, I hadn't put, I didn't put that together, that that's what's really neat about him. Yeah. And we should say the song is by uh, oh. Obi-Wan Cannoli and Young Patreon. And then oh. the... Um, the video was cut by a guy, he goes by the comedy curator, on and Instagram. he has on Instagram, and he's got the YouTube channel. He's the one who made, he made a Fed Smoker video tribute that I posted on my Instagram. <gasps> it is phenomenal. It's also oh. on uh, his YouTube page, but he cut that video together, which is What a talent. Really I mean, I love that he has all those cool guys, and then Bert throughout the video. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what a neat way to tie in that whole thing, too. <laughs> Bert and his friends. You know, it was it was a nice walk down memory lane, seeing really cool. all these gentlemen that have touched our hearts yep. and our genitals and, and made us feel sick inside. The cool inside. thing is that there's no shortage of more of them. <laughs> we have some for you today. <laughs> they are here. They're really... <laughs> cool, yeah, I love Yep. It is so in the zeitgeist, though, isn't it? I mean, exposing men's bad behavior. This is great. It is We're cool. doing a public service. It's really great. Oh, man. That really got me going. That oh, was fun. I know. That was fun. I forgot about uh, man uses lung infection as instrument. Yeah. Which was Nadav's brilliant title right. on that ah, clip. Ah, ah, ah. Stay my love. Stay my love. That guy brought us so much joy. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! What a talent! And the spoons guy—I saw him clickety clacketing, and it and it enraged me again. Just seeing him, even in that brief moment, I got angry that that's considered talent too. Yeah, I know. It that pissed me off. That guy, I remember. He's like, oh god. People are in a fucking arena. Oh, well, do it again. You know what? It, it reminds me, uh, Doctor Drew, because he and I'm doing Doctor Drew after dark now with Doctor yeah. Drew a lot. Yeah. And he mentioned that you know. The IQ, how it runs, the IQ score, yeah. is that there's a, a, a mean, meaning the middle, right? right. Average IQ is 100. So, right. So that means that half people are under that middle point and yeah. half are above. And when he said it to me like that, I thought, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure I know which half we're on. But yeah. that the most people are <laughs> under the average. Yeah. And that's why they're watching a guy hit. Their, his body was You can figure it out if you talk to audience members. <laughs> <laughs> At a show, you start doing crowd work and then you start talking to some yeah. guy and you're like, uh, yeah. you're not really putting much together, are you? No. <laughs> no. no. I threw a premise at a guy. No. And then he was like, nah, that's not true. And I was like, no, nah, I, I don't think you're following what I'm saying. And then I laid out for him. Like I did like a whole bit to support the premise yeah and at the end i was like now do you get it he was like no i was like god damn it like, <laughs> yeah well it's funny i was reflecting on that and i think the reason one of the reasons you're so successful as a comedian because i'm kind of dumb fun no <laughs> 
you're very funny, but you also lay out the information. Your premises are oh. extremely clear and concise, yeah. and you make a you're making a big deal out of that. Like you have you have to right. You have well, because half the population is yeah. under the average intelligence. I think of two people when when I think of like being clear with premises. One is um, now he's in prison, but Bill Cosby. <laughs> I looked up to the heavens. Yeah, uh, the prison in the sky. He he used to make that point that you gotta um, gotta simplify things mm-hmm. for for audiences, and then who I think of the most is Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock is famous for repeating the premise. Right, yeah. it Todd, even became sick and tired. Todd, 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 Todd. Always yeah. repeat the premise, and people would attribute it to being stylistic, but then you realize, like especially if you do stand up, you're like, oh, he's just. Making it clear, this is what we're going to tell jokes about. Yes, you reminding know? the audience. Used to pay for shit that used to be free. Right. Used to pay, and then you say the second time, used to pay for shit that you were paying for shit that used to be free. So now it's like, it's in your head, and then he's like, bottled water, you know? Right. So it's like, you repeat premises like he does, and or you really clarify them, and everybody goes, this is what we're going to joke about. Right. Well, yeah. when you think about hearing new information for the first time, mm-hmm. it does take a few times sure. when you hear something to go, oh, that's what we're talking about? And if you try to dress up your premise with Forget colorful it. language Forget that it. shows how sophisticated you are, Forget it. you just lost half and the And let me tell audience. you, you can't use big words, not, not those big words. Mm. You can't use words. For instance, I had a joke with the word philanthropist in it. Oh, Forget yeah. it. Yeah, Forget yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Philanthropy. Forget it. Yeah. You Done. Have to, like, Done. Nobody knows what that big was. words. Not yeah. those big words. Yeah. Well, it's still the, you can still say big words. Mm. You know. There's, I don't say those different big words. Big words. Oh, ass, nigga. That's, wow. That's a different big word. That's uh. Wow. And then any big words lot, too. Doesn't he say it a lot? Any. Yeah. What do you mean? On your soundboard. Oh. Oh. Sorry. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, and he's walking around the office. You know what? You want to know something? Like, <laughs> all day, nigga. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There he is. Yeah. It says it the most. Sure, sure. Well, it'd be funny if we had Nadav recording those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll record words that I'm allowed to say for you. Yeah. What are you allowed to say? I'm allowed to drop some hard K's, you know? Oh, right. Some hard J's. Ooh, yeah. hard J's. Sorry, what's the J? He's the J. The What's the hard J? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just you, saying you. Jew, Jew, motherfucker, you. Oh, oh yeah. right, yeah. right, right. I'm allowed to say it aggressively, you know? Right. I don't think you are. No. Right. That's kind of rude if you yeah. If you were to like chastise him. Those GDJWSs. <laughs> that'd be kind of, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot. What the K word is? Um. What's the K word? How, what do you mean, what's the K word? What's the K word? Can someone tell me oh, what the word? Loud. Also, which one that. of these action heroes? <laughs> you didn't know this? I didn't Should know I the make? word. And he doesn't know lots of stuff. Though. Really? What do you mean? You mean like up until <clears throat> when? Up until like working here? Like he, he said the word and I I didn't know what I was like, what is that supposed to be? And he's like, it's a, it's me. It's a, like, uh, but bad. Slur. Right. It's me, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great way to explain a racial slur to somebody. It's me, but bad. <laughs> I could tell my foreign relatives that about all <laughs> about all the slurs. I'll be like, it's him, but bad. <laughs> You'd never heard that before? No, no. I think that probably speaks well about the group of friends you've chosen. <laughs> well, did you you grew up in LA though? Uh yeah. no, I grew up in South OC. That's why. There's no 
JWS is in yeah, South there's, OC. There's no K's over there. No yeah, K's that's why. Yeah, you got a bunch of yeah. what's? What's in the OC? Uh, it's just a bunch of Crackers. white people and uh, white people and Asian people. That's it. Uh, uh, did you hear Asian slurs? I heard a few of those. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's okay. That makes sense. Like which ones? Yeah. Which What's your favorite one? Uh, I can't recall top of my head, <laughs> but um, there's definitely some out there. Definitely some out there. You don't remember any of them? <laughs> it's just it's not it's not coming to me. Is it a <laughs> you blur? Might have, I'm gonna have to re- refresh my memory. <laughs> is it a blur? <laughs> it's a blur. Okay. What is the N word? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, which one of these dolls should, should I, I make play a video with? Of? <laughs> Going with Batman or Superman? Okay. All right, let's uh, let's start the show. You ready? I'm ready. Let's get into it. While we out here, boy, on the Fidgeter Highway, boy, I swear to Lord, boy, this baby, anybody that looking for, looking for a baby doll, it's a baby out here in the middle of the road, bruh. I never seen no shit like this, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Randy? Woo! Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Well, 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 welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Oh. Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. <laughs> might be one of my favorite opening (laughs) clips ever we found a baby out here man (laughs) but the part that really gets me is the spit yeah that's the part i lost (laughs) to spit (laughs) during that (laughs) we got a baby (laughs) but but he didn't really turn his head it was like a straight on spit like a llama he didn't even well we out here boy on the (laughs) figure highway boy I swear to Lord, boy, this baby, anybody that looking for, looking for a baby dog, oh. it's a baby out here in the middle of the road, bruh. <laughs> I never seen no shit like this, bruh. I mean, he just had to spit. What are you going to do? He had to spit. But why didn't he even turn his head? He just it's important to make the video. We on the feature highway, bro. It's a baby out here, bro. On everything. In the middle of the road. Oh, my God. Baby, bro. In the middle of the fucking road. No pants on, no shoes on, oh bro. In the middle of the highway, bro. No. I'm going to die. I can't I watch this clip. I See can't. that guy, though? He's putting a sweatshirt on him. Yeah, they're taking care of him. Did he just Sweet. run out of his... He must have run out of his house well, nearby or let's, something. Let's, let's finish watching. Oh, my God. I we can't. done called one time, bro. This baby in the middle of the Fidura Highway, bruh. The whole white baby, bruh. A whole white baby. No, no nothing on. And his parents still ain't showed up yet. Oh. Oh, man. A whole white baby. <laughs> I mean, the whole white baby, not just part of him. That is but so that part, fucking funny. Can I tell you what, what makes me laugh is that my Indian stepdad yeah. used to talk, and in the middle of talking, he would like Spit. find a piece of food in his mouth, yeah. and he would be like, I think I'm going down to Radio Shack later. Ugh. And he would do the similar thing. Whole white baby, bro. A whole white baby. Dude, he just <sighs> spits like 
straightforward. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You had to spit, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they found this white baby. We done called one time, bro. This baby in the middle of the Fidra Highway, bro. Whole white baby, bro. No, no nothing on. And his parents still ain't showed up yet. Oh my Y'all, God. anybody know this baby, bro? Anybody, bro. Oh my Please God. Please say something, bro. Cause this baby in the middle of the house. Oh. This baby in the, this baby just out here, bro. <laughs> no. Yep. Baby just side here. I ain't never seen no shit like this before. No. Cold as it is out here, my family had to get a baby the damn jacket. Baby out here naked. Whole baby. <laughs> Whole baby. Yeah, baby tired. out here in the road, bro. Of course. In the road. Ay, yay. Please tell me that someone Look, one it. time pulling up right now. <laughs> Holy pulling up right now. <laughs> ain't nobody. We've been out here about, about 30 minutes. Oh, my Ain't God. no parent been behind them or nothing. Baby just out here. Oh. What's the that highway he keeps saying? Frigera Highway. This is like, is this out? Where is, is this outside Atlanta? Is this like, uh, I mean, it sounds like Atlanta accents, to right? Me. Like yeah. a Georgia slang. He been in a road. He was in a road, man. We've been out here about thirty minutes. Oh my god, that is crazy. I can't handle. Oh my god. Oh. What are you doing? That's it. He's like, Straight I get, He's like, I get my sweatshirt back. Yeah, uh, bitch. She's like, and she's <laughs> like, wait, she's like, oh, what are you doing? She says, what are you doing? Like he's eight. Yeah, you stupid that bitch. That baby's like fucking I would have fucking lost less. my mind if my baby was gone for 30 oh. minutes. Oh. Oh, there you are, like a cat. Oh. Oh, there's Lester. You're outside yeah. on the highway? <laughs> my fucking 18-month-old is out on the highway. Ah, this kid. Yeah, this rascal. She's not even traumatized or upset. Like, I'd be what out of my mind. Doing? Look at these white folks. Excuse me. <laughs> Does it end there? <laughs> oh, I love it. He's like, look at these white folks. Look at these Excuse me. <laughs> what are you even doing? Look at these white folks. Excuse me. That's yeah. Yeah, that's my baby. <laughs> Excuse me, my baby's over here. That was disturbing. I, I don't like that. That actually gives you like such a like good it. a good feeling though about humanity. Of that, course. That these guys are like young dudes rolling around and they see a baby and they spend their oh. time taking care of a baby. She didn't even the... thank them. No, she was like, eh, ah, ah. Yeah. Here, here. Thanks for the sweatshirt. There's my fucking ball. Walks away. Yeah, like she just lost her soccer ball. I mean, yeah. We were looking all over for this thing. Hey. I remember we kicked it and then forgot which way we kicked it. I mean. Amazing. That was. And startling that that's a mother's response. Yeah. To her baby on the highway in a stranger's oh hands with police life. there. She's like, is that him? Uh, you would have, have you to been? fucking peel me off the wall. I'd be yeah. so nuts if I lost my child. And that Crazy. I'd be like out of my head. I'd be hysterical. Oh, my God. Great, dude. Great. This chick's on drugs. Yeah. Fucking white um, people are crazy. Do you remember your NRE? Uh, how can I forget NRE? Do we have the NRE 
Where, how do I find the original? The original is in that folder. It's going to be the, the top one. Uh, oh, the original post. Okay. You know, I see a lot of TikToks, and this particular one really haunted me. Well, everybody was talking about this. It was national news. This, this is it. Just to, this was a, uh, the TikTok that you curated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, we pl- I played it for Drew. Mm. Um, it was on Instagram. People were commenting on it because it was on the episode, and everybody was... Everybody was weighing in on whether this was authentic or whether this was somebody who was uh, pretending to be excited. Just to give you a background, here it is. So, my poly people, isn't it just the most amazing feeling when your partner finds a new girlfriend or a new partner? Yes. And you get to just soak up all that NRE and knowing that somebody loves your other half as much as you do. Yes. And... (laughs) Waking up, they're still asleep, and seeing their phone going off, knowing that that's their new love, yep. just sending the messages and waiting for them to get up in the morning. My husband found himself a girlfriend. It's so one awesome. of our best friends, Aww. and so cool. I am so incredibly happy. Me too. I can't share this on Facebook. For obvious reasons. I get to share it here. Because <laughs> I just can't hold it in. Yeah. She's so amazing, Aww. and they're so great together. I'm so happy. And I love seeing them holding hands. Me and, too. Ah, ah, my poly people, what's been your favorite thing? That, so that ah is a, is a painful, ah. Everybody, this, this is the clip, and this is what people were weighing in on. They were saying, like, oh, I don't believe that it's sincere. Like, this is made in a, a vindictive, sarcastic way. No. And then some people were saying, well, I mean, that was the opinion. I know, so I'm saying no. I don't agree with that. Go ahead. Right. But then uh, some people were saying like, uh, you know, this is delusion. Um, you can't possibly be this happy. And then some people were saying like, I guess this really is that NRE, that new relationship energy that she's speaking of in the poly world. Well, it turns out her boyfriend or husband, husband. I think she says, she says um, husband, but in this title here it says gf so i don't know whatever they're poly you know they're together yeah. they're together uh apparently he got wind of us talking about this video and he oh. made his own video oh my god i can't wait to see it okay sue one of my favorite things about being poly is just watching people minds go boom recently i just got a text message featuring my girlfriend at your mom's house oh girlfriend mm. It's a YouTube channel and podcast. And she just blew their mind. And they took everything they could from that video and they tried to dissect it to make it fit their narrative and their box. You know, saying she wasn't smiling right. She sounded like she was crying. Her husband must be a jerk. I like his chain. I like his necklace. The chain is cool. Yeah. It feels poly. It does. There is a certain aesthetic to mm-hmm. the male poly person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about being Polly. Walking down the street, holding her hand while she's holding his hand, giving her a kiss, and then watching him give her a kiss, and people just kind of looking like, what just happened? Did he, and he, they're not killing each other? Hmm. So this is part two, mostly because I've been sending this video out to a lot of my friends, and some have been texting me back being like, dude, um, this is not showing you guys in a very positive light. You know, they're making fun of your girlfriend, her husband, putting, you know, this whole community down. And I'm like, dude, whether they're talking good about us or they're talking bad about us, they're still talking about us. 
So to all the people out there who are afraid of the LBGT community and polyamory and things that don't necessarily fit your box, please keep talking about us. We love it. I'm getting Garth Ooh, vibes. But, yeah. Um, so to be clear, yeah, he said my girlfriend, her husband, blah, blah, blah. So this is not that girl's husband. Right. So this maybe is this is just one of her boyfriends. One of her boyfriends. Mm. That's right. Oh. It gets a little confusing figuring out who's committed right. to who. But I mean, just to be clear, <laughs> yeah. this guy is not the husband that she is speaking of in her video that she's so thrilled for. This is a, bo- a separate guy, a boyfriend of hers. It gets confusing. Oh. That's what it's like to be Polly. <laughs> so many people. So yeah, which fedora goes on which guy's head? Who knows? I know, I know. But this guy seems like a nice guy, and um, yeah, he seems lovely. He's yeah, fine. He's he's definitely you know, he's. Uh, I will say though, it 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 does feel a little adolescent that his favorite part is that people like tweak out on it. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was goth as a teenager. You know when you're and you're like, why are people staring at me? It's like, well, you you know why, right? Because you're dressed like a An vampire yeah. in the middle of summer, and you're dressed like a fucking asshole. Yeah, you're trying to get attention, negative yeah. attention, and yeah. then you get mad at like people just pointing out the obvious thing that you're doing. You're you Polly. Know? You're Polly. You're, you're Polly. Bi. You need people to know. I need to be fucked a lot, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I get it. I get it, man. It's very cool. Um, <laughs> No, he seems like a nice guy. And, no, look, you know. they are having fun. Um, I think just to a couple of traditionalists like you and me, it's it's always interesting to it's explore a, yeah. other people's and things. Let's, let's be they clear. Put, hey, they put it out there. We didn't uh, right, that's right. steal this video from their private stash. No, this no, is on no. the talk, And let's guys. be clear. It's not like we're the traditionalists that are. How about society? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so... He's right. He's right when he says that um, you know, most people are like, what's going on? That's right. 99.999% of people are like, huh? Because they don't do that. Yeah. Because it's, it's really kind of, yeah. Um, it's kind of time consuming, no? To go through all these partners. It feels like a lot of energy to, to ex- like, like a expend, lot of you know? New relationship energy. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It just feels like a lot to juggle. I mean, it's hard I enough know. to have a job and a chat and children. Yeah. And and so the... now you're like, ah, who am I fucking on Thursday? Yeah. yeah. I kind of like to know who I'm fucking just forever. It's yeah. just nailing that part. Down Everybody has life. different preferences. I get it. It's yeah. fine. I'm I'm the kind that just likes consistency. Yeah. Like, who's my husband today? Who's my baby well, that's daddy the thing. You today? Can change it. Who do we? Who am I sleeping with tonight? You can change that. Right. That's the whole point. But I prefer not to. I I'm kind of boring that way. I just like to know mm. who's in my life. <laughs> well, I guess that's where we differ. So <laughs> let's. Uh, Wait a Are you dating somebody right just, now? Just hold on. There's a big announcement we got to make, and I've been oh, holding God, on. Sorry, to this. I, I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> I love this sound so much. It makes me laugh. <laughs> so silly. For only the biggest announcements do we reserve cat eating kibble. <laughs> and this is going to blow some minds right now. I know it it okay. blew minds Saturday night in Spokane and mm, that was yeah. just in a room. Yeah. And here are you ready? I'm I'm ready. I Okay. Am back. To getting Nike products. What? I know. What? I know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. I thought we were a three stripe 
family only. I think I'm allowed to be just a regular citizen. What do you mean? And like just like I always had been before, just have, you know, products from both brands. I got into a a totally delusional state of mind <laughs> for the last couple of years. <laughs> you say you didn't even know this. I didn't I was not aware. So I'm aware of the bit that okay, you did. Okay, so let's 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 clarify what happened. Okay. All right, Tom. Let's walk them through let's it. Let's walk them through it just to like set up the whole story. Sure. So I do a bit at the end of Disgraceful, towards the end of Disgraceful, about talking to Nike about free shit. And then they basically were like, well, I, I wanted to buy stuff at their store and they told me I couldn't buy stuff at the store because I was a person of influence. Oh, um, right. That was the term they used. Nike said you couldn't buy I couldn't buy, buy stuff at the employee store because a oh, person of influence. And I go, well, how do I get stuff at, like from you? And they're like, well, you have to go through the entertainment division. Like you get free shit. Oh. And then the free shit person was like, not today, basically. Okay. So I made it a joke, obviously, right? Like, right. you know, you, you dress it up and you um, exaggerate certain points for the bit. And I put, I did this, I did the bit in a special. And then of course uh, I was like, fuck you, Adidas anyway. Then Adidas reached out and they gave me a bunch of shit, right? They, they sent me a ton of shoes and clothes Love which was it. really cool and I, I appreciate it and then of course i did the right thing and like not only wore it but um you know i would post it and everything anyways then like the special comes out and people are constantly saying to me like oh yeah adidas man adidas and they you know they would just make reference like i know you hate nike and then i would be like yeah oh yeah i hate them <laughs> and you know and, oh, and so, so like I would, people were feeding they were feeding the fire the, the, kind that of. narrative of like <laughs> you're with adidas now Hilarious. and i was like oh yeah 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 then i was in portland and <laughs> adidas uh, an adidas rep said you can come if you want to see the offices and i do that then they give me another stack of shoes so then it like re puts it in i'm like that's that's right i'm with you. Right, you're team Adidas now. Yeah, and then like my closet's yeah. getting full. I have to donate, so I just donate all my Nikes. <gasps> then Wait like, a minute. Wait, so you're saying that so you have your your Adidas stuff. I didn't I wasn't aware that you went back and you were like, I am done with Nike. Oh, I'm yeah. donating all my Nikes. Well, I it did wasn't not in know it that. wasn't in one moment. That's the thing. It's like I'm even now I'm <laughs> summarizing things. It's like a slow thing, right? right? Then like guys would uh like they would give me shoes. <laughs> you know, like people would be like, hey, I, I um, like that guy who uh, Moshe, I forget his name. Um, he painted a pair of shoes for me. Uh, that's a different guy. But um, but this guy just like he goes, I know that you hate Nike. So I painted these. For you. And I was like, right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it would just constantly drive that narrative in my head um, that uh, that like. I'm on a deal. Like, I'm not, I don't have a contract. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just gave me some stuff, which was really nice. So anyways, I realized I slowly, like one time I was at a, a hotel gym and I just had on a Nike, um, like a workout shirt. And a guy was like, hey, what are you doing wearing Nike? And I was Shut like, up. And he was like, I thought you were Adidas guy. I was like, I don't, it's just like a t-shirt to work out in. And he was like, huh. That's what like you had disappointed yeah. him as a fan. He's like, they're not yeah. going to be upset about that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you're not, not in the NBA. Yeah. So anyways, this I'm in Spokane. Thank you very much, everybody that came to the shows. I had a blast. It was really fun. Uh, the day before was in Tempe. And thank you to those people doing the Spanish show. But we're in Spokane. We're killing time. Jeff Tate and I. And one, uh, we're just killing time early in the afternoon. 
and we're in the we're in their mall, and then it says like Nike store. He goes, oh, I want to check out the Nike store. So I'm just like rolling with him, and we walk in the Nike and store. And did you? But did you feel like was there a moment of like I shouldn't go in there, or you're kind of just like no. it's Jeff's thing, so that's okay. Yeah, Jeff it's like I'm it. I'm going with Jeff. Like it'd be like if you were buying makeup. I'd be like, I guess that's what chicks do, you know. So <laughs> I walk in there. I'm surprised Jeff's buying new new clothing items. First of all, <laughs> I'm just happy he's buying oh, new no, shoes or great. something. Okay. So we're in the Nike store. And uh, and I realized it's kind of like a factory. It's like a factory outlet kind of store. You know, it's not a Nike town. It's like a, one of those. Anyway, so we're seeing, we're like, oh, do you have Jordans? He's like, do you have any Jordans? And the guy says, uh, oh, we just got the Retro 3s yesterday. Like, and we have them in the back. They're not even out on the floor. He goes, do you want to see them? And um, I go, yeah. He goes, what size are you? So he's asking me now. And I go, you know, 10 and a half. And he goes, okay. And he comes out, yeah, that, that right there. So he comes out with them and he goes, oh yeah, we have them in your size. And I just look at them and I go, I'll take them. And I felt wow, a rush inside. Wow. I felt almost guilty. And then I, I boxed them up and I took them back and I wore them to the show. And as soon as I walked out of the green room, like I'm waiting in the corner to get introduced, one of my friends was there with his wife and and he goes my wife says what are you doing not wearing adidas and i was like <laughs> what the fuck this is right, right before i go on stage like i haven't no one's seen me yet and she's like why are you wearing nike and I was everybody's like, looking for it isn't that funny isn't that hilarious and so anyways i had to like real talk to myself <laughs> and be like it's okay <laughs> and it's then it's like when you have those breakthrough thoughts that we, you and I talk about all the time, like you can buy more than one phone charger yes, or you can towel dry yourself off completely when you get out of the shower. Stuff this like is that. What, what's going to make, <laughs> make you laugh. So I have that, that, that thought what you're talking about. Like, like, Oh, like, I can do I'm that. I'm allowed to do this. <laughs> so I sit on the plane on the way out of Spokane and I start buying shoes like on the store, on the, on the, on their online store. And I'm like, this feels good. This feels right. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I place my order. And then I get home and I just, it's just funny, but like read, uh, read this sentence. I, this is the email I get. I just thought it was funny. It says, hi, Thomas. Your recent Nike.com order has been canceled. <laughs> they canceled it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, they're telling me you're not allowed to buy our so stuff. So you felt, so you read that first line and you were like, they I was know. Like, they, know. they know that I'm an Adidas they guy. They know that they know I'm, the drama. I'm a fucking double agent. <laughs> <laughs> but it says we're unable to verify your billing information. Yeah. So it's just because we, yeah. So I had to call them this morning. Hilarious. And they were like, yeah, um, we just have to like double check this Hilarious. before we. But that's not funny. It's like the universe being like, you can't have these Nikes after you allowed yourself the joy of having them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it did bring me joy. I have them on today. How do you feel? I feel great. Which ones do you have on? The ones that he just had. The on red. The, Those yeah. are really cool shoes. Yeah. I didn't realize. I got realize. on my Brody. Brody is me. Oh, I know. It's the anniversary energy. of his death yeah. a couple of days yeah, ago. I'm wearing those right now. Dude, those are really cool. Yeah. I didn't realize how cool they were. I'm yep. just really now getting into sneakers because mm -hmm. I don't wear heels. I buy cool sneakers instead. I really do like those. Yeah, those are great. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now I feel like I'm allowed to have Nikes. I didn't realize there was a ban, but I'm there so proud a, of you there now. There was a ban in the home. Do you? What else do you think you're 
you're quietly like, because we all do that where you block off parts of your brain. You don't allow things. Yeah. There are rules in your brain that don't make sense. Yeah. There's, there, there are. There are definitely right? like rules in your brain. Like these weird unconscious rules. I know. And you go like, you, and then you realize that, oh, what? Like everything's fine. I know. I can do that thing. I don't need permission. I can just do that yeah. thing. <laughs> so ridiculous. I feel, yeah. I feel ridiculous. But yeah. now I feel much better. <laughs> like having said it out loud and having bought a pair of shoes. <laughs> you feel like you're back like, in the groove of it. I things. do. I actually do. I feel much, much better. Like a new lease on life. And I, you know, I'm not um, leaning. I'm just, like I said, just buying whatever I want, right? Yeah. Like there's no. Yeah. Just live your life, bro. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a, what I'm about to tell you will make you pretty happy. Okay. Too. So the other day on Dr. Drew After Dark, um, I brought up a dream that I had. Uh-huh. I dreamt the other night that you had two dicks. Two? Two dicks. Where were they? Well, that's the thing. So I had one of your peeners in my mouth <coughs> and one of your peeners in my, my meow. But I don't know where they, I don't know where on your body they came from. Was one on my forehead? And I just Must have been. I think it. we were 69ing because remember I was asking you what your closer was? Yeah. And you're like, oh, 69ing? Yeah. So maybe in the dream we were 69ing? Yeah. And you had like a childo or something, a chin dildo, a chin dick? Mm-hmm. What do you think that Would means? you try the childo? Yeah, I don't care. You want to order one? Let's do it. Yeah. Can you pull up a childo? Yeah. They look cool. I think a childo looks cool. Dude, I would definitely. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Which one should I get? Is that the most embarrassing thing well, ever? Well, I like that they modeled it on a mannequin <laughs> as opposed to a person on the first two. Like, have a Not person him. wear it. <laughs> Look at that guy. He's That's like, awesome. Yeah, I wear a childo. <laughs> and what? What? Wait, would you try that? I mean, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'd try it. But I'll I give feel it like oil. this. It's vaginal. This, it's fine. This right here. Yeah, it's, it's gonna. It's, it's just gonna be a lot of yeah, a lot of neck work. That's you true. know what I mean. Wait, because you're gonna want to just put it in there and do your thing, and then you're gonna be like, "Hey, how about some neck?" And you're like, "All right." Like, that's a really good point. And then how will, will I have to be on the edge of the bed so that you can be on your knees? Yeah, because you can't. We can't both be laying. Well, you could, but I think the edge of the bed's better. Which so that part's fine. Are we sixty nine? And you can use the childo. You could, but no. But that's no, the way your you neck went. won't oh, go. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to do some post. <laughs> a post blur. Oh, oh that's I forget, how you use the childo. Before I forget, do me a favor. Pull up my YouTube channel so I can just lay this out clearly before I'm going to totally forget to do this. Um, you guys, everybody has asked me about this. We have been doing Spanish episodes and people in the first episodes were like, where are the subtitles? So episode five, the one with my mom, we did a whole episode together. The subtitles are burned in to the video, right? You see the English subtitles. A lot of people <laughs> complained about the font and the spacing and the lettering. We heard you. So for episodes, is it three and four? Right now it's just four. We're working on three. Okay. So for four, you put it in the closed captioning. So if you want to watch that episode and actually see the English subtitles, you just turn the closed captioning on and we will be doing that moving forward. Is it, Which way are we doing it moving forward? Um, so we're attaching it to episode three. Yeah. Uh, so wait, in three, though, is it going to be in closed captioning? Or yeah, it's going to be in closed captioning. So if you want to see if you're watching on YouTube right now, just 
uh, to the bottom uh, right corner of your screen, you'll see a CC button. Uh-huh. Hit that. Hit English, and then you'll have English subtitles okay. like that. Great. Great, great, great. Well, a lot of people asked me about it, and they said they love uh, watching and listening to Spanish and reading it in English. Yeah. So, and then moving that's forward, all episodes will have them. We'll have that with the option to turn on. Close to turn down. it on, because I, I saw that some native Spanish speakers were complaining, like, "Hey, this shit's just for us." Got so, you. you know. Okay. Can I go back to my two dick dream? Yeah, please. But don't you feel like it's an honor that a I have sexual dreams about you? Yes. And B, that like not only are you so virile, you have one penis, but you have two dicks. I'm fat. I would love to hear a dream interpretation of it. I'll talk to my shrink about it this this week. But yeah. but don't you see? Like I don't even have dreams about other men. Like I have never had a sexual intercourse dream with another person. That's it's crazy. Always you. That, that's not Polly at all. That's so different. Well, it's not Polly. <laughs> no. But no. how does it? Don't you feel like you're an extra man? Because I do. I really appreciate it. I actually feel it makes me feel good that you have those types of dreams. Two dicks. Right. Yep. And I kind of so wish you'd thank me for that. Thank dream. you. I appreciate that very much. You're laying on your back. You got me in your mouth. You got me in. You know. Yeah. No, nothing. Uh, nothing butt related. No. No. Just, just a uh, vaginal. No anal. No. Mm. I don't like butt stuffs. You know that, baby. Yeah. I'm not into butt stuffs. No, no, it's pretty cool though. Do you ever have sexual dreams about me? Yeah. When? When I'm uh, sleeping. Do you, when's last? When's last one? <laughs> you know what uh, I meant. I meant when's the last one? A couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. What was I doing? Um, taking it. Just taking it. Yeah. I was Missionary. Kind of. Yeah. Drill dog. Yeah. Drill dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like pile driver. No, nah, I wasn't a pile driver. I don't dream in pile driver. I usually dream in like a doggy and like uh you know what it was? It was that Drill it's dog. that you were it was um Drill dog. It was like there was people outside the room. That's oh, what it was. For children? No, no, no. Like we were somewhere like in someone else's house. Oh. And uh, I bent you over a table, you know. I wish you would tell me about these dreams when you have them. I kept it to myself. Yeah, can you share? All right. I like knowing. And it was fast. The drill dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, there's going to be people. Gotcha. You were in a hurry. And did yeah. you bagok? Did yeah. you finish? And yeah. did you blow a load in real life? Did you have a wet dream? No. No, you have to be really, really, really backed up to have a wet dream as, <laughs> as an adult. But Is that right? As yeah. a 40-something-year-old dude? Oh, my God. Your How? tank has to be just... Really crazy as a You have to be like, up. I'm not going to release this ever. <laughs> When's the last time you released in your sleep? Oh, I can't remember. Adolescence? No. Nadab? Well, I feel like I had an adult wet dream once. I think I had an adult wet dream once, like in in my 20s. Hmm. But most of the time, you just have so much, you're dumping your clip all the time. Can I ask you, how old am I? Am I 43 or 44? I can't remember. (laughs) How old are you? The other day, I'm like, am I 44 or 43? Tom, how old are you? I'm 40, babe. (laughs) So I'm 43. The other day, I was like, I cannot remember for the life of me. And then I didn't want to do the math of going like, hey, 1976, 2020 minus 1976. I can't even do that math. And I was like, just forget it. I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, I be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever just like, when you're in bed and you think those thoughts, you're like, it's too much effort. I don't, want, I don't even care. That'd be old. so retarded. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 
I remember. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just ask. You Tom are 43. When I wake up. Yeah. I'm 43. Okay. Yeah, Good. Right. Thank God. Yeah. Um, I got something cool AF to show you. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This guy is awesome. <laughs> Where is he? Um, Best Brown. Here we go. Sorry. Here we go. Here we go. This is a message for all the ladies out there. My uh, fifth video of the day. <gasps> I want to go down on you. My last girlfriend was so <laughs> self-conscious. She didn't really go down on her very much. I'm the first girl to have been with the first two. Loved it. The third one, I did it for some reason. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> the Cool Guy Club. That was pretty awesome, huh? Well, it's cool that he's on the gun range and he had to stop shooting his gun to make that video. Yep. It's He's my fifth video of the day. I want to go down on you. He has um, what some might describe as manic energy. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> I'm shooting. I'm making five videos a day. I love miss eating pussy. <laughs> it's a full day. Stacked a calendar. Definitely a lot. Fifth video Bruh. of the day. My uh, fifth video of the day. <laughs> okay. Woo. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah. So really cool. You think message for all the ladies out there. You think he'd take the the headphones off to make the video just to well, look normal? Well, some guns are about to go off, oh. so <laughs> he's just protecting his ears. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to. Sorry. Yeah. So stupid. I didn't realize the tongue thing. Message for all the ladies out there. My uh, fifth video of the day. I don't know. Thanks. I want to go down on you. My last girlfriend was so self-conscious. She didn't really go down on her very much. I'm the first girl to have been with the first two. First loved two. it. The third one, I did it for some reason. I don't get it, man. Wait, hold on. I don't get it. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss <laughs> that. First of all, it's not this. It's right. this. Stupid. Right. So if you're going to do it. But he had it on her side a lot. And he was like. Dipshit. Uh, you know. What? He had her on her side yeah, a lot. he put her on her side. Look at you guys. You're like, yeah, boy. <laughs> That's so dumb. It's so true. He was looking pussy from the side. Oh my god! That's how I'm gonna start doing it. Stop in it! Stop it with your beef tongue. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Like Crayshon said, I miss that. Said, I miss that. I miss that. You guys are horny. We need a, We need the drop of Crayshon saying, "You guys are horny." Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Very cool. This is terrible, Tom. God rest his soul in heaven. Um, Fed Smoker uh, keeps getting tributes. <laughs> and one of the things that also keeps happening is that people are rediscovering <laughs> some of his not as well-known material. Uh, yeah. Today, <laughs> we have him at a Native American <laughs> gathering. Um, there is a dance and song going on. And as a <laughs> historical fan and a fan of different cultures... Um, Common was there to pay. He was very respectful. It's <laughs> 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 really cool, man. That is this, so funny. The lady uh, <laughs> to our right. Looks over at one before and she's like, that's not what well, to do. Well, hold on. He looks different. There's no facial hair. There's yep. no head hair. And nope. I'm seeing there may not be eyebrows. Yeah. He was, may have been feathering that day. <laughs> he feathered yeah. his brows off. Yeah. Super feathery day. <laughs> hey, 
Different dog. It's a puppy. It's a, isn't that a different yeah, dog? Yeah, that, that is a different dog. He had like a German shepherd thing He has the turnover we were talking about. <laughs> had one dog this day, another dog the next day. Oh, boy. You don't need the same dog every day. Well, that's why you should me to pop it up. She said, no, I'll get it. Yeah, but still, one dog. Hmm. They, kicked, they kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> Saying the dog pissed on the floor and he needs to leave. Oh, that's what got him kicked out? I'm sure they were like, hey, how do we get him out? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, just say the dog pissed on the floor. Where was he when we were New Year's Eve? Remember at the... And there's a smile, by the way. He's like... He loves it. Where was this guy New Year's Eve when we were watching the dancers, the Aloha dancers? Oh, yeah. And the guy with the tits was doing his dance? Yeah. Wouldn't you wish he was there in the audience? Fence smoker? Just ter- terrorizing, <laughs> just ruining stuff. I disrespecting love Disrespecting them, and yeah. then somebody had to come over and be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> that makes me laugh." Your dog just peed. We need you to leave. Your dog peed. Oof, man. He's like, I'm Native American. All right, um, I'm going to be in Las Vegas, March six and seven at the Mirage. Um, hotel and casino very excited about that and then I will also be uh, April 18th Valley Center Harrah's Resort in Southern California I then go to do Spanish shows in Dallas Houston Austin and San Antonio oh we're adding actually a Spanish show here let me tell you about it I'm doing one in the belly room in the belly room in in Los Angeles here, March 12th, March 12th. If you want to go um, to the Spanish show, March 12th in the belly room. Uh, in May, I'm back at the Mirage, May 29th and 30th. Um, and then I go to West Palm Beach in uh, Florida, 5th and 6th. Spanish show the 7th in Miami. Back to the Mirage, um, July 17 and 18. I'm doing the Borgata in Atlantic City. August 15th, and then the Mirage again in October the 23rd and 24th. All tickets at TomSegura.com slash tour, and I'm adding a bunch of dates soon to be announced. Very excited to be coming out to a bunch of cool places. Gene, where mm. are you going to be? So the early show at the Ice House is sold out in Pasadena. There's still some tickets available on the late show, March 7th in Pasadena. I go to Miami and then Addison Improv. That's actually Dallas. Caroline's Comedy Club in Judork Titties, April 3rd and 4th. The Funny Bone in Des Moines. New Westminster, British Columbia at the House of Comedy. Phoenix, Arizona. Cleveland, Ohio. And San Antonio, Tejas. Ticket links at Christina P. Online. Follow me on the gram at the Christina P. And check out where my mom's at. I do a podcast, um, a mom stuff, and it's actually, I think, pretty fun. And I, I talk to these clowns in the booth, Native and Annie and Chris, and we talk about all kinds of mom-related stuff. There you go. All right. Check out my Netflix specials. You know what I'm saying? Great. What was the other? What was that? You know what I'm saying? This is a Chevy Suburban. You know what I'm saying? I got a 2001 Chevrolet Suburban. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's one Wait, of my say favorites. it again. Do it again. He goes, I got a 2001 Chevrolet Suburban. You know what I'm saying? Putting <laughs> on for my city. All right. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? I'm um, like, Psh, you know what I'm saying? All right. So coming up here in just a moment, we will have another comedy couple. Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero. We will be back in a moment. Bye, Jean. Jean, I am hooked on Best Fiends. Yes. You know, we started doing these spots for them, and I started to get hooked. I am totally hooked. I play it on airplanes. It's my new thing. It's great because I don't need to be online to play the game. I'm super high on the levels now. Every puzzle, like every level, you just you figure out what the trick is to get to the next one. It's really fun. It's really engaging. It's not so hard that you can't. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. games are too hard and it's not too easy. The characters are adorable. Um, I'm super into it and I highly recommend you try it out. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's hours of fun right at your fingertips and you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Delivery is more than just pizza in 2020. With a selection of your favorite flavors from across the globe, you can order cuisine from the comfort of your home with DoorDash. Ordering is easy. You open the app, you choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you. If there are people not taking advantage of this, I mean, it was true that back in the day, that was the only thing you could get was pizza. And then everything else was like, well, I'd have to go there. And that is not the case anymore. You open DoorDash, you can just type in a type of food, and it'll bring up all the restaurants in the area that deliver that you can order from. And in moments, you can be eating whatever you want, curry, sushi, steaks they can they just deliver it from your favorite place there are over 310,000 restaurant partners in 4,000 cities so you might find a new favorite one too with door-to-door delivery in all 50 u.s states puerto rico canada and australia you can order with your local go-to's or choose from your favorite national restaurants like chipotle wendy's chick-fil-a the restaurant uh, excuse me the cheesecake factory you never have to worry about your next meal. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code MOM. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code MOM. Don't forget, the code word is MOM for $5 off with your first order with DoorDash. But they say coronavirus is from eating a bat. So I guess and it went snakes. Are you kidding? No, it's yeah. not snakes. Who anymore. ate a bat? Who? Chinese people. Yeah, it was. They a, eat everything. They're just not like us. <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese eat everything. They do uh, like everything. <laughs> they do eat everything. <laughs> yeah. You guys ready to get going? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. going to get on there. That we, should be the opener. I thought it should be too. <laughs> <laughs> you got your. Were you got the title rolling? of your episode. <laughs> no, we were rolling. We were rolling. Yeah, just <laughs> keep going. Forget it. We're just keep going. Well, now that I'm thoroughly panicked. Sorry, God, I mean, I figured we could talk about it. Let's make it clear that our guests today are married comedy news team, <laughs> Moshe Kasher <laughs> and Natasha Legero. Let me ask you guys something. Are you guys just cracking each other up all day? Yeah. Oh, it's endless comedy. <laughs> yes. What about you guys? You must what? be doing it too. All I've never day, been asked day. this. It's so fun. Yes. Wait, who's funnier? Oh. <laughs> Wait, now if he says something funny and then you, t- who's, 
who owns it? I mean, no co- no comment on the who's funnier. I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would we'll actually back. say comedians who you're married to who are funny in normal life are usually more annoying in fights. In fights. Yeah, like if you're yes. if you're fighting with a comedian, oh, yeah. they're like way more annoying than fighting with just like a regular person who's not funny. Well, their skill set's so much higher. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like... <laughs> yeah, because a comedian so has true. battled with audiences, you know, for decades, and then you're going to yeah. argue with them. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I put them on YouTube. I put our, our fi- fights on YouTube. I say, <laughs> comedian takes down a uptight bitch. Moshe <laughs> likes arguing so much. He joined a Facebook group uh, just for arguing like uh, different points. Oh my I God. Bet. I love that's, that. No, that's it's specific. And, and I think you'll come to my side of things. I stopped arguing with random people on the internet when a while some, ago. Uh, something happened where something changed in the last four years where people stopped going like, you suck, you're not funny, to I know that you live in Silver Lake. And I was like, uh, okay, you know, you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you win this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah make no, it's a neighborhood. Yeah, right. yeah. A, nobody looking at me doesn't know I live in Silver Lake anyway. <laughs> That's true. But what I, so at that moment, I stopped fighting with people on the internet, and yeah. but I still have that instinct in me where I want to yes. fight. So sure. I, I joined a Facebook group specifically oh. to this exercise that go. part. Do you really? Yeah. And but then they you, ask, do like, you get into like you, you get to type out your what, argument. What yeah. are you arguing about? Like Trump twenty twenty. Wait, wait. No. First, can I just say I always know when Moshe is in the middle of an argument because we start getting into fights about how much he's on his phone. Right. Oh, so yeah. he just all of a sudden is like, Humph! and like furiously texting with someone. And then I'll be like, what's the fight about? I and he's bet, like, why are you saying that? I bet he's anyway. tough. I bet you look at the look of you're the dick in his face right now. <laughs> no, he went there. He <laughs> saw that. I bet you suck to argue with. I'm not a fun, <laughs> he does so bad. <laughs> I'm not a fun person to argue with, but, but <laughs> Natasha's not cool about it. She'll, she, she'll pretend to be interested. She'll be like, oh, something going on in the phone, something going on online. What's going on online? And it's bullying. It's yes. bull- she yes. knows that I'm yeah. in a panic state. I hundred percent with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not- I know because she does the same type of shit. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, are you really interested? Well, because he'll watch. What he likes to do in the morning is watch videos of people screaming. Oh, you watch it too. World star. Sure, <laughs> all day, every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, I go. What, what do I do? Yeah. I go email, uh, Facebook, CNN, World Star. You, yeah. That's how you get a, a feed. Yeah. Th- those are my opening stanzas of the day. <laughs> yeah. Figure out what's going on in the world. I yeah. know. And your kid is like going to sleep with like, you know, right. someone like yelling at a Walmart, like right. having a mental breakdown. Right. Or, or it's at the breakfast in the morning. First thing in the morning. <laughs> that motherfucker don't know shit. I'm like, what are you watching, babe? What what enlightening program? See, it's that and tone. Then it, it bleeds. It's, 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 I know. Exactly. Oh. It's a very shitty tone to get. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get chastised because <laughs> the doorbell rings and I go, fuck. And she's like, "What? What's the problem?" Yeah, what are and you I'm angry like, well, about? Well, the doorbell, doorbell rang. Just interrupted what I was doing, and that's why I got upset, and that's why I said "fuck." And she goes, "Now you're going to program our child to think that a doorbell ringing means you got to get really upset." <laughs> Say "fuck." <laughs> My, our kid was, and, in, and it has happened. Now <laughs> our son screams "fuck" every time the doorbell rings. Our he's kid four. was in the tub the other day. She's Normal. two, and she goes. She looks at me. She goes, fuck, I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, D- neither of these came from you. <laughs> no way you're tired. Where yeah. Fuck, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Our kid says that. What did he yeah. say? He says, oh, the other day. Oh, he goes. I was like, where are the fucking wipes? He's like, he goes, fucking wipes. He goes, all you got to do. He's four, right? He goes, you go like this. You fuck it up. And then you go like that. <laughs> like, I go, where did you get that from? He goes, no, you just do it. You go fuck it. Fuck it up like that. And then you go like that. And I was like. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Fuck it up. It's good. She also came up to me the other day with a stick of deodorant, and she goes, "You need it, Dada." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, roasting. That's hilarious. Are you yeah. smelly? 
Well, that day I was. Yeah, she was actually right that day. Are you uh, hairy? I am hairy. That? Yeah. He's very hairy. I'm very hairy. Yeah, because Natasha's not You haven't seen the famous Moshe no. Kasher arms? Yeah, I got quite... I feel like I have. Wow. I mean, they're really intense. Where's, the, where's, my, where's my camera? I see, honey. I, mean, I never even noticed that was hairy, but every time I post a picture of you online, there's like all these people like... Jubaka, shaming Jubaka. you. <laughs> ah, what, what, who let the wolf out? Ha ha, I know you live in silver. Like, bitch, get ready to get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> So, hey, did you used to go deep on the arguments? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought there was some part of me, and I know that it was fake. That I know that it was just my ego that thought it was a part of my comedy brand that people enjoyed watching me, like, really get into it with right. people. And in, in reality, it was just me trying to continue a fight with people. But I would, go, I would like, get, try to really infuriate strangers. I think there's a case to be made, though, for what your thought was. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. As an observer, if I were observing you, engaging someone in a back and forth i mean that could be entertaining it would be fun sure. yeah. yeah you're pretty quick with stuff yeah. but then you see some people online fighting and you're like yes you're too good for this why are exactly. you exactly why are you, you get bothered? if you get too emotional or too worked up about it then you go like oh you you know it's a fine line of being able to do the argument and also the internet is endless so you can never really win you, you never you, and uh, what are you gonna do paul can i tell you the best thing i ever saw you do natasha yes um you were hosting a New Year's Eve thing. Oh, the uh, was it on NBC? <laughs> yeah, and you made a joke about old people. It was like a very harmless yeah, joke. Yeah, it was like they don't that eat. they couldn't chew the spaghettios. Ve veterans, veterans <laughs> gumming their spaghettios. Yeah, and purple heart recipients specifically. Yeah, right. Yes. And of course, the internet, the fake outrage came, and blah blah blah. And I remember you were like, "I don't apologize for jokes." But that was a different time. <laughs> Suck it! No, but now I think we apologize. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, never mind. People but do I, all the time now. Yeah, like, I oh, always no. think about you. I'm like, oh, that was so admirable. Oh, but, but you do now. Okay. Oh, sorry. but wait. But the, no. the thing that's important to to mention about Moshe's argument group is these are like very hard arguments. You know, like one of the things he told me, it's like someone will pose a question, like, is it if if you're if you're trans, is it do you is it, are you obligated to tell a person before you kiss them on a first date? That was oh. a, that was and an then you're arguing with That's like trans people and you're arguing with, you know, other it was straight an interesting, guys. It was an interesting query. It was like if you actually the question was if you're if you if you hooked up with a person, you went on a date with a person and they were trans, but you couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. They were they were so passing mm -hmm. that you had no idea. Are right. they morally obligated to let you know before things become physical? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. See, well, it's like a really hard one. It's tough. Because uh, yeah. I feel like there's the right answer and then there's the truth. Right. Wait, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're because you're a hundred percent right. I feel like you mean the woke. You mean the, the, woke the politically response. correct There's, answer. Yes. Okay. The politically correct answer is like no one is obligated. You know, everyone's just people. And if you if you if it was passable to you, then why is there any any objection? I think the reality is that most most people would want to know. Would want to know. I and would. I think that because of that, I think it is kind of the right thing uh, to do. That uh, otherwise, you know. There's a strong case to be made that somebody's misrepresenting themselves, and um, but then they would say their the counter argument would be, how are they misrepresenting themselves if they're saying I'm a woman and they are so convincingly transitioned that yeah. you don't know that they're a woman? What what do well, they need they to represent to you? But they haven't yeah. always been a woman. But, that, but there was a change. But, but what if you now. used to be like a Republican? 
or right, a Democrat or whatever. <laughs> right, right. You're not, you're not obligated to make that. Um, yeah, I mean. Or obese. Okay, here's, or, the, well, here's why. Because those things. <laughs> like you. Like, like Natasha. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, morbidly. But because There's those things. There's a filter on her camera. <laughs> but those things don't have an effect on other people. That's why. You have to think about the But other. how does it have an, an effect on someone else? It, I'm if just you're playing a trans, yeah, yeah. So if you were once a man and now you're a woman, maybe I am transphobic. I'm not interested. I don't want to do it. I feel weird about okay, it. Then, I'm not evolved. Okay. Sorry. This is the kind of argument. So I'm, I, I'm not making either of these arguments. Let me just right. counter your yeah. argument. So yeah. I'll go ahead and counter your argument. So what if you're a racist and I'm and I'm an eighth black, but you can't tell? Am I obligated to tell you that I'm an eighth oh, black? Oh right, right, right. But does that did Tom tell you that? She's not a racist. Did Tom tell you so that he that he's Latino before you guys hooked up? That I must. I kind of knew from his dirty last name. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, if I hooked up with somebody and they let me know that I that they were Latino, I would be like, thank you. I'm I'm a strong racist and I'm not trying to go there. <laughs> right, you know. Right, no, I didn't, and I really appreciate that. This conversation is definitely over, but I kind right. of actually yeah. want to go back to your hypothetical. Well, I wonder. I wonder how a racist same, feels about an eighth black person. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. That's not. I feel strong. like even like a really racist person would be like, "That's not that much." It's not that like, much black. Yeah. See, it's different. But what you're saying is that's an eighth iteration of something. However, if you're saying I was black last week and then I converted to white, <laughs> that's different. How about yeah. just a Jew? How about just a Jew? There yeah. are right. Are you are? obligated to tell someone? Yeah. What if you're a like a skinhead that you're hooking up with that you that you're <laughs> yeah. a Jew? Hilarious. It's, um, re, it's well, a real you dilemma. wear that what, around your neck, and it's it lets people know. It lets hey, all I'm the, the tribe. Right. All the Nazis I fuck, they know when. Right. They, get, they know they're fucking you. When they enter me, they know. <laughs> they know who they're entering. <laughs> Uh, I can't even see your your neck. It's uh, like the Jewish version of the Italian stallion thing that my dad okay. wears. You know, like <laughs> the Italians wear that little like it looks like a sperm almost. Yeah. What is that? Oh yeah, what is the sperm? It's, it's like a, a it's, it's like a stallion. Because Italian men love to have jizz on their chest. You guys oh. know that, right? I saw. Wait, I saw your dad one time. Thing you're right. I, I saw know. your dad uh, in Johnny a Facebook. legs. Johnny I legs. I love in a Johnny Facebook legs. Moshe says he has more pinky rings than he has pinkies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's about as Italian as it gets. They. They came to visit and I opened the, the drawer and I was like, there was like fresh mozzarella, prosciutto, salami. Mm. And I was like, fuck, the, Roast Itali beef. the Italians mm. are in town. Like, you yeah. know, there's a oh, porcinis yeah. like those like they're the like buying that. like appetizers like That's awesome. that are just Do you like the Italian uh, food or no? Of course. It's yeah, just yeah, too yeah. unhealthy what they eat, like cheese oh. blocks and roast beef and au jus and like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. Man. Wait, Fuck. so did you take up a position in that argument? Yeah, what did you what did you argue? I feel like Bush? you have probably had a strong opinion. Uh you don't want to say? We'll be right back. Can I say we'll be right back? Am <laughs> yeah, I allowed yeah, to yeah. do that on your show? Sure. Um, oh, I so think, it's I and think, also it's private, right? That's another thing about like all right, apologizing and no, all that. I think, no, but that's just I an think interesting. I think what I argued oh, the argument I was making was kind of similar to what Christina was saying. Was like what if my orientation because I, I, I mean, the cool thing about this arg this argument group that I, I really like about it is you're not allowed to use sarcasm, so it takes away my biggest weapon immediately, <laughs> right? You're not. Oh, they say these are the rules. There's rules. Okay. Uh, there's rules of engagement. You're not allowed to name call. You're not allowed to use sarcasm. You're not allowed to to um to say, well, you're okay. Well, you're a woman, so you would think that you're, right. uh, you know, insulting, yeah. putting you into a group right? oh, that, that says oh, you oh, can't oh, have a reasonable argument because of who so you this are. Really becomes like an exercise in how to effectively argue. That's or, exactly right. right. Mm. I'm a way better arguer now than I was when this I. Is, that's actually wow. very interesting. But the I thing I don't. Like this. But huh? the thing I don't love about it is I always ask Moshe, how many times do people, like when he's in a heated debate with someone, they never seem to change their mind. That right. is true. And it, I'm like, rare. everyone's just on there stating their opinion. Every and time I've ever I'd changed rather my change. mind yeah. an opinion, it's been in person. Oh, oh is that right? That's yeah. really interesting. That's every time I've somebody's, They've had I, to I've said something like bullheaded and like, and then I've talked to somebody and at the end of, I've, I can recall a number of times of that 
happening. That's really so. interesting. What like what? What's an example of something like, that Black should ride the bus with us? I'm trying to think of a, a, the most recent time. I mean, like, there's just I can think of just being in arguments with uh, with Christina. You know, like yeah, uh, we're over pretty. The, um, but like having disagreements things. and then like you know being like very emotional about it. Right, right, like a heated argument, and then after calming down, being like, "No, I actually see that you make like I see your point. I right. see what you're saying. It does. Take I didn't see it before. Blah blah blah." I feel know? like it's a maybe a male thing that we need to like go away <laughs> uh-huh. and, and and go like right now. This how can't- dare you gender this conversation? <laughs> I well, no, I just think that men use logic and women use emotion, <laughs> and men use intelligence and women use like their long hair. Their yeah. voodoo. So, yeah, <laughs> I hundred percent was with you. Yeah. For, how for dare that. you? Oh, you thought? <laughs> I was going, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, long yeah, hair. Yeah. That makes dare perfect sense. You. Um, I think I want, yeah, that's interesting. How often does anyone change their mind about anything? I, yeah. In the like, written word, it's like, I don't know. Oh, there's this thing too anger. that the only, usually the only way you convince somebody to change a position is you, they have to feel like you're not attacking, critiquing, diminishing right. them right. at all. So you almost have to like support their right to feel this way. And it's like a, there, there's like a, a savviness to convincing someone to change their position. You know, I, like, I also find you're saying you'll change your mind in person. The other way that I change my mind is over time. Yeah. Right. I, that's most, most of the time. Experiences. Yeah. Most of the, exactly. Most of the time when I change my position on something that I w- was strongly held, it takes it sometimes even years. Mm. Like uh, I'll have a, st- I'll, I know in college I was like extremely reactionary pro Israel on every argument. Always. I, that was mm. my, my default positioning. It took me 10 years to have a more nuanced view of that conflict. Right. And now looking back, I realize, oh, I was just, um, I had built myself into an ideological corner. I, I was right. a person that defended Israel. And without looking, I would always look at every argument angling towards the one that was the most sensitive and the most uh, forgiving of the Israeli position. Mm-hmm. And now I, I have a much more nuanced view on it. And so it took a long is, time. And the truth is, there's probably, uh, the, the truth lies in, it, it, we're all right. You know, that's what's so great when you do like a point counterpoint and listen to like two different sides of the story. Like everyone has great points. Like we just saw what the Constitution means to me. And at the end, the lead of the play debates with an actual high school debater on the debate team if the Constitution should be abolished. And you see both sides and it's it's, you know, restructured. And don't you think like the argument was, should the Constitution be thrown out and and rebuilt because it's an archaic document that no longer applies to our contemporary life? Or should we take this document and build on it? What's the more powerful thing? Mm. Take the document and update it to be modern or throw it out and start over. Oh, boy. Well, then there's also like... But you need to hear all the information. Yeah, Yeah. it's too much to even... I mean, even like... I mean, I I think that the way... The more probable thing to do in something like that would be take the existing one, right? Because... That's what I ended up thinking after I heard all the information because it just seems not so chaotic. Mm -hmm. You know, at least there's like some some format that's already uh, plus societal norms change and and they have so quickly in the last 50 years even like so if you change it based on today's standards it's an infinite changing system we'd always constantly have to be updating right oh you'd always have to throw it out every year year, yeah Uh, that was what i came to was that and uh, was that the the fact that I don't actually have any feeling of like when I think of the Constitution, I'm not like those are forefathers. I yeah, give I a don't fuck give about a shit. But it, stupid it, it idiots. Totally excludes <laughs> women. The Constitution on, excludes on, women. Of course, you know, on, on <laughs> lambskin. I give a fuck about these like 
pantalooned morons who yeah. threw tea into the bay. <laughs> people right. who are devout constitutionists. But the fact like, that that exists, what? the people in this country think, oh, it's got a, it's, it's, it's got a, meaningful a, a it's got power. That means you should keep it because anything you throw out and replace it with, people will think everyone will be like me and be like, who gives a fuck about this? Throw That's it out right. again. Oh, right. Let's start over. Right. It, guys, takes a, it takes like a real, nuanced. what is the like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys got some videos you want to show? So <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, yes. I <laughs> mean, first of all, are you guys into that NRE? Are you Polly? Are we Polly? Yeah. Uh, I am and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit of an issue. <laughs> I mean, this, the whole argument of Women having like having open relationships after they have children is funny and absurd. Crazy. Me. It's do like, it. oh, you're breastfeeding at the Be, singles bar, yeah, like trying to it. meet new people. Just do it. It's when, so different for a man and it's it just feels so, so obviously sexist you, to me. Do you feel oh, it's obvious happy when you know <laughs> Moshe's seeing someone new Compersion. and texts are coming in? And you're just like, oh yes. my god, he is. Oh yeah, it, it makes rut. me cry. Oh, I already know what I know what you're queuing up, you by do? the way. I've oh, seen it and I yeah. love it. <laughs> Isn't it just the most amazing feeling when your partner finds a new girlfriend, <laughs> a new partner, and you get to just soak up all that NRE and knowing that somebody loves your other half as much as you do and <laughs> waking up, they're still asleep and seeing their phone going off. That's like a lullaby thing. their new love. It's her kid. Just sending the messages and waiting for them to get up in the morning. Mm. My husband found himself a girlfriend. It's one of our best friends. And <laughs> I'm so incredibly happy. I can't share this on Facebook. But I get to share it here. Because I just can't hold it in. It's like. She's so amazing. And they're so great together. Let's so check back in two weeks. And ah, my poly people. What's been your favorite thing? <laughs> You know what this reminds me of? Of when I was 12 years old and in rehab and I was like trying to be a gangster, but I would be in therapy uh -huh. and the therapist would like get me and be talking about like my mom and I would be trying. I You're was like, 12. I'm so in love I would with my mom. I would be trying not to cry, but but also trying to be a gangster at the same time. So they're like, oh, you know what thing is about me and the, the, my mama. Uh, uh, the whole time she felt like she was like, yeah. if you just poked her in the belly she would have just started weeping openly yeah, yeah. the first time i saw this i did not hear my, one of my best friends <laughs> that's to me where it's like okay let's check back in a week see how you guys are all faring you're all still yeah. bffs <laughs> one of that her so boyfriends good. actually yeah. one of her boyfriends uh pointed out and i'll let you guess what he looks like in a good looking um, guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think the the common denominator is between that kind of a guy like if there was a certain accessory one would wear I'm, I'm, is it the eyebrow ring gauges in the ears <laughs> these are these excellent are excellent guesses. Guesses. Okay. <laughs> but it is of course tongue ring a fedora oh yeah uh, one of my favorite things about being poly is just watching people minds go boom <laughs> recently i just got a text message featuring my girlfriend at your mom's house Okay. Yeah. Ah! A YouTube yeah. channel and Sorry. podcast. And she just blew their mind. Blew our mind. They took everything they could from that video and they tried to dissect it to make it fit their narrative and their box. You know, saying she wasn't smiling right. She sounded like she was crying. Her husband <laughs> must be a jerk. Yeah. 
You know, okay, I have a thought on this. You yeah. broke this story, right, Christina? I put this yeah. on yes. my... Oh, that's how I saw it was <laughs> well, from you. That's right. You. I yes. like to take credit. I curate these TikToks <laughs> yes. with great care. How many hours on TikTok do you have God. to spend to get oh. some, a, a well, gem like that? I Thank hear, you for asking. <laughs> I hear the audio only all day and all fucking Oh, day. how dare you, Christina? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yes. At the beginning of this podcast, yes. you were lambasting my man Tom for watching like Swill in the Morning. Right. The, the, the content wasn't up to your standards. And right. this... this this is what you're this looking is, at all hey, day. day. This she is, has headphones on. This is called making it rain, bitches. This is your mom's <laughs> house content. I'm doing the Lord's work and I curate. So actually, I, if it doesn't take hours. I've made my feed so efficient. I like only the craziest shit. Mm. So now my feed knows that I the only like insanity. The algorithm picks up insanity. So you That's just right. found <laughs> it. It just looks yeah. for a, a, a silhouette of a fedora. Just, and just First <laughs> five crazy shit pops up. Yeah. Okay. I have a thought. On, I have yeah. a thought on this. I'm so curious. Okay, there's a big conversation right now about Bernie bros, right? And the and, and that Bernie Sanders has uh, toxic supporters, oh. right? Yes. And the problem with that argument is that it's only the loudest people of any scene mm. that make you think that's what the scene is. It's the same thing. I go to Burning Man and have for 20 I years. I know. I've seen right? your Instagram Wild. posts. And, and you think when you think of Burning Man person, pretty much somebody like this. Pretty and much. that's yeah. because the people that are the loudest about Burning Man are the people that are the most nerdy. It's the same thing with comic books. <laughs> but he's cute. Right? What's wrong with him? Oh, he's stop proud it. of it. It is. <laughs> I'm is saying. I like him. Point. These poly people... The loudest people of talking about Polly are the people that are the worst advertisement for have being. Have you been Polly? This is no. You guys have done it. This no. is you actually guys have done it. this is a, actually a great point you're making because I I think the same logic that you're presenting applies to backlash of anything. In other words, you know, a movie, a stand-up special comes out, and you go on Twitter and you see the explosion, right? But that's the loudest people. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody. Five people. Everybody hates this special. Yes. No. 50 people with really loud Twitter accounts hate this. Exactly. So this level of polyamory, polyamorous people, this is probably the, these are the activists. Yes. So of course they have fedoras, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Of course they have that that. Honey, where are your fedora? He looks Dude, cute. you could get that, you could rock that medallion. <laughs> I've probably seen that medallion at Burning Man. <laughs> you probably have. <laughs> I guarantee this guy goes to Burning Man. He, um, and he, tell, oh, yeah. he, he actually has a good, I'll say this, he has a good disposition. Yeah. He actually ends up saying, you know, that uh, he enjoys it because we are talking about it. You know, it. And they're making fun of your girlfriend, her husband, putting, you know, this whole community down. And I'm like, dude, whether they're talking good about us or they're talking bad about us, they're still talking about us. <laughs> he knows Aww, his angles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got he the camera angles. He definitely knows. You think he likes eating pussy? No, I'm kidding. He, <laughs> well, he definitely it's funny does. He likes yeah. eating his wife's definitely friend's does. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's no flavor like my wife's he best won. friend's <laughs> pussy. He's fucking, he's, he's fucking a girl and her best friend. And she's like really happy about it. He's got, he's got sex power. You know power. who he misses does. eating pussy, Natasha? Who? <laughs> message for all the ladies out there. My uh, fifth video of the day. Oh. I want to go down on you. My last girlfriend was so self-conscious she didn't really go down on her very much. I'm the first girl to have been with the first two. Loved it. The third one, I did it for some reason. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. Maybe he, it's because <laughs> he thinks oh pussies go sideways. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's, it's I, I figured yeah. he just yeah. put her on her side. You know? <laughs> he turned her. Yeah. He oh, looks yeah. like he would bring a glass of Merlot with him to like lick her right. pussy, like and just kind of wash it, wash it down, enjoy the experience. I just it. like I like that it's his fifth video of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's at a shooting range. That's a, yeah. I was wondering. Those I are those gun and also the energy's pretty manic. I like that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't Honestly, know who's going to let you eat their pussy. I think also, he'd be somebody, pretty good. I think he'd be pretty you good. Why is that, Natasha? Seems like, active. He's got a strong tongue. He's like... He'll be grateful. He'll eager. be grateful. Good energy. Very grateful. When and he I gets will down say, there. I don't like the the bearded gent before because then you know all the juices right. in the beard. Ugh. This way, you guys hey. can make out after. Oh, I'm not, not trying to kiss him after, but I would let him lick my pussy. You for would sure. let yeah. this guy this lick guy. your pussy? Wait a minute. This is so disrespectful to me. By the way, we need to, <laughs> we need to call the gun range. This yeah. is not a person that should have a gun or at be anywhere all. near weaponry <laughs> at all. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. But oh. you know what makes it feel better? Good, good. <laughs> Let's go to the mall. <laughs> oh, my God. This dude is definitely should be on a watch list. Yeah. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he goes to the mall. Boom, He's like, boom. I hit that. I hit that. I hit that. I hit that. <laughs> dude. And, you know, again, I just shout out to him for putting it out there. The big thing is. When you want to eat some pussy, you need to tell the world. Right, right. You know? Broadcast it. Don't keep it inside. When we were young, I mean, how sad was that? When we were young and we wanted to eat pussy, there was no YouTube for no. us to go to. <laughs> Can you imagine how mortified how sad, you would be yeah. of your YouTube oh, account? Oh, Un- unreal. You especially, weren't you more of a deviant in your younger... I was a devi- sexual deviant? Yeah. I was definitely a slut. Yeah. yeah. In fact, when Natasha and I first got together, she's my first like long-term monogamous relationship. and uh, And I... Can I tell this story? I pitched early on in our relationship because I wasn't used to monogamy. I pitched that what if I were to hook up with girls just at Burning Man? (laughs) What if I could have just like a week off? I'm sure that went over really well. It was intense. Natasha was kind of like silent for a while. And then she was like, "Um, I need to think about that. And I didn't hear from her for a week. And I wow. thought our relationship was, it was right in the beginning. Wow. Wait, how long? To be honest, I don't remember this. Really? really? Wow. You don't remember? Really? It? it was a big moment for me. Yeah. Because it seems like it would be burned into your head. Yeah, I, I'd remember this. I was wearing That's the I was wearing the fedora. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> Maybe she's like, that was a different guy. Right? I said, I said, I'm not going to talk to you for a week. No, no, no. You said, I need some time to think about that. We weren't living together or anything. And I didn't, we didn't talk for a week. I didn't like we were in a fight or something. I just didn't hear from you for, for yeah, probably a week, five she, days. She was mad. And, and I, I thought it, I thought it was over. I, I yeah. really thought. And then did we ever discuss it again? Uh, yeah, we got back together. We got married eventually. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a kid. No, but do you remember? So do you remember the conversation after I, you guys spoke? I do. I remember it really, really I just well. remember him. Here's why I don't quite remember it. I just remember him in general being kind of immature. So right. I was just right. kind of like. Or different. <laughs> yeah. right. He had never had a girlfriend. Right. So it's like he, he didn't really get it. You know what I mean? Like to my he credit, just needed to be. I was tr- exper- I was trying monogamy, going like, well, maybe this is a kind of thing. Would this sure. work? Like, I di- I literally didn't know better than to not have that conversation. Right? You know, no, I, I got I was you. so new, and you I was didn't like, know. I was like, what if this would this work? And she went away for like a week, and I thought, fuck, I fucked it up. Like, we're not, we're done. And she came back. It was actually to me, it was very powerful. I I, I get that it was imminently forgettable for you, and not a big, <laughs> but it was a huge moment for me. I was just busy for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like shooting a show or yeah, something. She was like fielding <laughs> offers for stand-up. <laughs> and she said something to the effect of, I understand that for you, sex is less uh, meaningful. That you could, I acknowledge that you could go to Burning Man, hook up with someone, come back and still love me. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal for you. Right. But for me, when I hook up with someone, it's got to have, uh, I, I have to be into that person. And so I have one of two choices. One is sitting at home waiting while you go fuck people at Burning Man for yeah. a week, which seems like shit. Or the other is to go pursue people that I'm going to fall for 
And that also, do you want that? Do you, is that something that you want? And I was like, I heard it. Um, and was this in the Facebook argument? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were we in the hot very tub logical. when I said this? I feel yeah. like I remember this now. Yeah, uh, maybe so. It's maybe a pretty good rebuttal. It is. Yeah, really that was really good. <laughs> I didn't even think of it as a rebuttal. I felt like, honestly, uh, not to get too sincere, I felt like heard, and I also felt like I felt like acknowledged that I had these. Des desires or that I was new to monogamy mm -hmm. and then I also heard her argument was like that makes total sense and I felt like thank you for considering it and we've been monogamous ever since wow and that's why going away by yourself can actually now I'm starting to remember all of this I think that it can like just having space yeah you can sometimes think it, that's why in the moment I never like having like he's so good in the moment but I need time and to for like me think like about what I think since that conversation uh, I've kept every affair I've had at Burning Man secret. That's really she great. She didn't want to know. That's great. She didn't want to know, and I and heard that. And by the way, that is that is actually that's showing you huge respect. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. To keep yeah. it to himself. That's how do much you, I love you. I don't yeah. tell you about. Do you them. use condoms or no? At Burning Man? Yeah, they're not allowed. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. They're not natural because yeah, you can't yeah, leave yeah. it on the playa that's or right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're not allowed. You have to fashion one out of the dust. Right. Yeah. You just right. take your take your penis in dust. You ever choose to meet another suitor? I think I have the guy. Women, <laughs> cut to the chase here. Women should clean up. Not only should women clean up, women should clean up unprompted. And I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, okay, snake arm. It's very, very simple. We live in a world where things need to be fair, 50-50, gender equality, blah, blah. I pay for things unprompted. You don't have to ask me to pay for shit. If we go for dinner, I'll get my wallet out, pay at the end. Don't even check the price of the bill. My card always works. <laughs> <laughs> Unprompted, if you're with me, your life is effectively free. Everywhere you eat, everywhere you go, where you sleep, you ain't paying for shit. You ain't getting in my car and I'm asking you for motherfucking gas money. No, I pay up. for everything. That's what's up. Instantly, as a man should. Hell yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, is this guy from Birmingham, Alabama, or Birmingham, England? It's like, a, what I is know. happening? It's a very interesting uh, case. He was uh, born in the UK, I believe. Uh -huh. Lived here. Has gone back and forth. I think he's a British national, but he spent a lot of time in the Does States. Does he have Honest, six fingers too? Oh, <laughs> Honestly, aside from his kind of like old school views on gender equality, his vibe is very attractive. Yeah. yeah. Other than just his stuff about men and women, the way he says things makes you want to be with him. Look how clean I pay, his I house is. Everything. Oh, he's, that's a green screen. I think it's a green screen. Oh, it's it is? Not, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Well, you can also hear that echo doesn't sound natural for a room like that. You know? I want to see where he lives. See, he's not... He'd, if he was living in here, I'd be a little more impressed. He could fuck us yeah. all up. He's a world-class kickboxer. Is that true? Oh, yes. Shit. Oh, I like him. I think he's cool. Champion. He seems cool. He seems like a cool guy. Is he Respect. a kickboxer? Yes. yes. He's really yes. cool. Now, when I say this, girls go, well, I don't like cleaning. No problem. If you don't like cleaning, here, how about this? I'll clean. And when I say I'll clean, I mean I'll hire someone else to clean. Okay, and man. I'll get the oh, house My card always works. And you pay for everything. <laughs> how about that? Oh no, you can't do that either, can you? Because you're a fucking moron. And you realize that making money is much harder than getting some fucking dishes. Who is he talking to? There's a lot of women uh, that have heard him. Yeah. Yeah. His mommy. His mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Why would someone put this online? Is Voluntarily? He, did to he, be on our yeah. show. Yes. Don't it, you get it? Now, the only not? water I drink is sparkling water. Because oh. sparkling water is for rich people. I'll tell you why. You can get non-carbonated water, still water, from the fucking tap. The government gives you that shit effectively for free. Sam Tripoli over here. <laughs> <laughs> sparkling water you have to buy. So if you only drink sparkling water, you only drink rich man's water. 
I explained this to someone, some bumbaclot, and of course he replied with the typical, but I don't like sparkling. You don't like sparkling water? You don't like water? Yeah, but the bubbles. The bubbles? You scared of bubbles, you little bitch? <laughs> I'm, kinda, I'm coming onto this guy's team a little right? bit. Well, guess what? We have a new video. These are, our, <laughs> these are from The Vault. He has a new video. Oh, out. We're really excited sweet. to check it out. So today's topic is girls who are baffled by cheating. By what? Cheating. Oh, cheating. Facebook. I, I'm looking for a particular post. I'm looking for those fucking bimbos <laughs> whose man cheated on them. And instead of sitting there like a good woman, looking in the mirror and saying, my tits are a little saggy and I don't listen enough, of course that's why he cheated. <laughs> that's Wait, true. what are the dog pictures behind him? Uh, the aggressive dog it's stuff. New room, I don't know. But honestly, he's not, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's I've, not wrong. I've studied this, actually. I've, I, I, did, I have a degree in psychology, and they say that about 72% of infidelity in a relationship when it's male-generated is due to saggy titties. That's saggy actually, titties. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's and, just clinical. And I don't listen. Yeah, not yep. listening. Yep. I don't listen, no. Men are the enemy. Men are pigs. Why did he do it? I can't believe he did it. I'm so confused. What are you confused about, bitch? When's the last time you cooked him dinner? Do you suck dick on demand? Yes or no? Wow. Do you obey? <laughs> this guy's so cool. Is he real? This can't be real. He's real. I, I think it is. This really? dude's out there every day fucking working, and he comes home to hear bullshit from you. <laughs> and then you are the only female on earth he's allowed to have sex with. And when he wants sex, you don't want it. Mm, so he has dumb. to go through his life sexlessly because you're a fucking frigid ass hoe, and you're confused he cheated. I don't understand why. I understand why. Because you're a fucking piece of shit. Mm. Look after your man better. Maybe he won't fucking cheat. Now there's a cool guy. <laughs> so. This, this reminds me of a conversation you and I had recently. <laughs> what is his? I, don't, I just don't understand what is wrong I, with him. I think, I think there's a, a little bit of. Performance. Yes, 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 yes. So in other words, he's. I think he's leaning into being the like. It's being Tom Likas's. Tom, yeah, remember right. Tom? Like dump yes. that bitch. Yeah, Tom yes. Likas. Totally. Yeah, it's yes. that shtick, and he's kind of remixing it. Is that his Twitter right there? Oh, yeah. oh, this was this this thing was hilarious. He posted this. This guy went kind of viral. Never seen Star <laughs> oh, Wars. I've none, seen this remember one. that? Yeah. None. Of, this is him. Never will. Oh my God, you're missing out. Maybe you're missing out on being a multi-millionaire. Keep your movie. And then he's standing in front of a, a Bentley. At a Bentley At dealership. dealership. I yes. It doesn't quite suggest he drives a Bentley. No. Right. <laughs> right. And the plate says TB sexy. Tuberculosis sexy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he's someone that men can subscribe to? Yeah. To like yes, learn? Yes. Probably. Yes. Yes, they can. You can sign up for his uh, he has like a webcam classes company. and everything. Yeah. And his name's Mr. Plenty. Looks, I think looks like it. Yeah. But he's also a world champion kickboxer. He was. He's, he's no longer wow. competes, but he was, yes. That uh, is kind of cool to be that big of an asshole and then no one will ever say anything to you. Moshe has told me this this tweet you just pulled up. He has told it to me so many times. Which I'm one? Like, the other one? I go, stop telling me that. You said, yeah, you know, like they always say, what is that thing? I say, uh, show me a... I don't want to say it. Show me a beautiful woman. I'll show you a man who's tired of fucking her. Is yeah. a saying that I right, heard. Right, but he's saying it like he thought of it. And you've told me that so many times. I'm like, he definitely thinks that about me. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the woman you're obsessed with. We're on like the seventh time he's fucking some guy. How long have you guys been together? Yeah. Seven, seven, eight years. Oh, so you're at the seven year itch. Isn't that a thing? They, I don't know. But I had the 30 day itch. You were like. That was our first conversation <laughs> about Burning Man. <laughs> No, I don't feel a seven-year itch. I, I, I've gotten uh, clicked in. 
You dialed into it. I'm in. Plus, you have a child. It's different when you're a family. It's like who who has time to to cheat and be in polyamory when you have kids? Men. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the woman just naturally takes on a little bit more of the childcare yes. duties, even if it is like getting the nanny and scheduling everything. It is. You're just as a woman way more absorbed. I, I don't know my experience. No, I, me I feel too. Like I'm the head of the fucking house, house, <laughs> the in-house house. Oh, you guys. Well, it's true. It's, women no. take. When's we when's the baby's time. next doctor appointment? Go. In, uh, later this year. Okay. You, you want to ask me? Yeah. When's the next physical? When when is it? I don't going? care, you fucking hoe. You <laughs> bumper clat complaining saggy titty hoe. You come to me, I wanted to blow job on demand. That's for the doctor. The how about a head doctor? When is the head doctor appointment? Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That right there. He makes money all day, bitch. You know what? You know who I am, bitch. Mister Plenty. Did your card ever get declined? Never. There you go. What was it? Somebody said. Somebody commented under that video. The first when he's like, my card didn't get. He's like, yeah, it's called overdraft protection. Oh, These shit. aggressive dog photos, I'm not feeling it. It's, it's probably so a weird. set as well, though. No? Yeah, it doesn't. No. Uh, maybe. It feels odd. No, it, look, it no. looks like a more like a real setting, but but it's oh. still not very ornate. Like, also, it's not good. His whole philosophy seems to be directed at one person. Yeah, he's yeah, angry. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, seems totally. like he's yeah. like yeah. And another very thing, personal. Another thing, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's so, this is all for Diane. Everything. A hundred percent, Natasha. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. This is an ex-girlfriend. He's, right. He's yeah. some girl fucked him up big right. time. Someone had NRE with a, with a different guy. You know right. what I mean? She she left him for his friend. N- NRE, Tosh, do you know what that is? It's New relationship energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, it sounds nice. Diane, you have saggy titties. You specifically. <laughs> Your titties sagged. And she never cleaned. She, nope. He's so mad at her. She didn't fucking listen. Yep. She didn't listen. She didn't, didn't give him blowjobs blow on, on demand. demand. <laughs> yeah. This guy's going to be like 80 when he's going to be like, oh, like Diane knows now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is shit. that even? How do you even ask for a blowjob on demand? Like, how would you well, even? Well, you don't ask. Let's yeah. start there. Oh, you come like home. A push. Oh. <laughs> they push your head down. You come home after having made a bunch of money, and you go. Yeah. Dem- I demand a blowjob. <laughs> and then if they don't give it to you, you're like you sag a titty bitch, and you and go fuck out. somebody else. Yeah. Like he just out. shows me the check. And yeah. He's like, you know oh, what to do, bitch. Tom, when you go on the road, you come home with um, publishers clearinghouse checks <laughs> from the venue. <laughs> they gave me one at a venue. Really? One of the venues was like a hey. big check. Yeah, and it was in the office. Like I go back to the yeah, office. So and like they, you'd want that on yeah. the plane. And then they go like, hey, we um we made this for you like here's and they wrote out the actual amount and everything on it and i was like okay cool um can i get the the real the regular one? check and then they're like yeah and then she like puts it on the wall i go hey aren't you gonna have like employees like come back and see this and feel weird <laughs> about seeing you know like the money written she was like oh yeah i didn't think about that I was, was like, it yeah, your really? actual amount on yes it? <laughs> yes i was like i was like erase this that like, is very funny it's very bizarre yeah bizarre very bizarre um I don't know what this is. This is um, somebody in a grocery store. Is that where this is happening? The guy calling out the behavior? I hate yes. to leave this guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this guy is really fantastic. Uh, Have you ever had a boyfriend this horrible? Like back back in the vaults, back in your no, 20s? No, I had some horrible boyfriends though. Yeah, like what's the worst piece of shit you dated? Um, what did they do? Don't look at me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, this actually goes further. <laughs> what else we got? We, I, mean, I mean, I'd like to hear okay. him a little more. In all cheating scenarios... 
100% the blame is always on the female. Yeah, I said it. It's true. If you looked after your man properly, let me tell you something. Men are a lot more lazy than you give us credit for. <laughs> what a weird point. That is a good point. He seems yeah. like he's having a mental awesome. break. Yeah. We can't be bothered to go out there, find some bimbo, talk shit to her, take her for dinner, buy her some shit, listen to her opinions on fucking her favorite dog breed, and scroll, oh yeah, your Instagram filter. It's yeah, a specific person. Men, yeah, we don't want to do none of that. We do it because eventually there's some sex at the end. Right. So if you gave him enough sex at home, he's not going to bother with that shit. Why am I going to talk to this bitch? My bitch already sucks dick. I don't need uh -huh. to. If your man's cheating, it's because you ain't looking after him right. So stop the confusion. Stop being baffled. I'm telling you right now yep. why he did he, he it. Oh, no, no, no. Go back. Go back. Go yeah. back. You see, you see the veneer start to crack. He was about to laugh at his own. Oh, uh, okay. If you gave own... him enough sex at home, he's not going to bother with that shit. Why am I going to talk to this bitch? My bitch already sucks dick. I don't need to. If your man's cheating, it's because you ain't looking after him right. So stop the confusion. Stop being baffled. I'm telling you right now why he did See? that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's not real. This yeah. guy's no gangster. He probably is married. He probably comes home and is like, honey, I did a great video today. Yeah, yeah. Inspired by you. I don't know. He seems, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If your man does cheat, the most stupid thing you can do is leave him. You're going to leave the man you love. The man you were head over heels in love with. You're going to leave him and find another man who you don't love, who's still gonna cheat on you because you're still a trash bitch. Okay, now he's got, he's making an appeal to, see, in my argument group, we would call that an appeal to logic, and that actually does make sense. There's some sense to that. that is, right. yeah. You leave the guy you like, you go to the next guy, you're, right. you're a trash bitch, well, so you're gonna get cheated on. Right. Assuming the premise is it's the woman's fault that a man cheats, therefore all men will cheat if you're a piece of shit bitch. Well, well, let me so just, he's right. Let me ask this one question. If she goes to the other man, are her titties going to get perkier or are they still saggy? They still saggy. Oh. They still saggy, still so there's saggy. nothing that can be done. He's going to cheat again. She should wear a shirt that says still saggy because <laughs> that's what's up with every bitch. <laughs> I dated a guy once and yeah, I remember he's, he, when he got mad at me, I think I might have cheated on him, but he was like, I can't believe you moved to Hollywood. That's all Hollywood needs is another 26-year-old with eye bags. <gasps> Whoa. Wow. Or crow's feet. Crow's feet. Crow's feet? Yeah. And I was no. like so young. 26. 26-year-old. Stunning. You had crow's How feet when you were 26? <laughs> I can't. Oh, I mean, no. I... No. Oh, no. <laughs> I had a boyfriend call wow. me fat when I was like 21. I maybe weighed 120 at the time. He was like, you're fat? Yeah, he's like... Well, you're not exactly as thin as you used to be, or something. And I was like, I was li I literally just like a rail back then. I was like, so he was just uh, trying to. So wait, find that sounds something. like he was saying something back to you. Yeah, I think I was. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, did you notice that though? But I didn't say that. I, I thought He's he was like, bad. well, you're not exactly. <laughs> I know, so but I'm trying to think of what mean shit no, did you say. I don't think I was being mean. I think it was like. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh. What's the meanest thing so you've ever ago. said to, to, to an Tom? ex? Oh, or to Tom? Fuck. I mean, come on. Do you How have much it? Time? Does, yeah. any, does anything stand out? On deck? I'm, so, I'm I can be vicious, right? Yeah. I can be a mean old bitch if I yeah. want. But you do you try to like but go for the weakness. You would do you, really? you would like make fun of his phys physicality? No. I no? had a girl That's once low. Make fun of your physicality? Like if you were mad at him. No, no. I don't feel like that comes up. No. I had a girl once tell me, I used to look kind of a lot wilder. Like I was like a kind of a, a, a hipster 
to the nth degree. I kind of look like Judah Freelander actually. Uh-huh. When I this is before comedy, and a woman told me, "I can't bring you. I can't let you meet my father looking like that." And I was. It was the most hurtful thing I'd ever. Oh, geez. And then I took the cubic zirconia. Uh, studs out and cut, got a haircut and was like, I need to make some changes around here. So that was really hurtful, though. Oh, it hurt bad. Yeah, yeah that was a rough one. That was terrible. Oh Do you really not remember what you said to this guy? I, I it was I was 21 years old. We were, I remember this. We were driving around San Francisco in North Beach, and I was wearing like denim overalls. It was the 90s, and I just come back from Australia, and I had been eating McDonald's like every day. Yeah. So I had gained a little bit of weight. Sure. But I don't remember what prompted him to say, I think we're, we were falling apart. The relationship uh, wasn't doing so well. Right. And I think he kind of blamed my fatness for it. <laughs> I but think you're saying you weren't fat, you were skinny. A girl, co- I mean, compared to now, like, yeah, no, I wasn't fucking fat. I weighed 120 and I was 21 years old. And so I was he was seven. trying to intentionally hurt you. Well, let yeah. me ask you this. I was what, skinny. What was up with this area in your face? Were there any crow's feet <laughs> or eye bags <laughs> at all happening with the yes. either area? Oh, yeah. yeah. Since I was five. <laughs> but I yeah. think of like your meanest thing. <laughs> to you? I don't fuck. Come on. I mean, we've said crazy shit to each other in 15 years. Yeah. I'm one of those people I, I like. I block it out though. I'll say, I, me too. But sometimes I'll say mean things, but accident. Like I didn't think it was mean. She oh. told me the other day. Me? We, yeah. We, yeah. I was in the bathroom the other day and she uh she the kid was having a bath and she's like, You can go. And I was like, What do you mean I can go? Oh yeah. And she was on her phone and she was on her phone, looked up from her phone, and was like, You can go if you're gonna text. I've never had that happen before. A person on their phone talking shit about my phone use. It well, was I was trying to bathe the child, <laughs> but then you were standing in front of me on your phone, she was on blocking the phone. my view of my child. Literally, her face was being glowed by the phone, going like, You can go and I go, Don't talk shit about my phone use while you're on the phone. But I was probably and just texting someone. You were like in the middle of an argument. And she said, It's not the phone, it's your chewing and your general vibe because <laughs> he's on nicorette gum so he's like oh. chomping like a like masticating like a cow like cow chud or whatever it's called like in a cud, like, con- cud. cud is yeah, that what it is okay. i don't know <laughs> so he's just like like <laughs> yeah i see red when you say shit like you know, oh like boy that. oh yeah that yeah, i got so mad like, he gets so, so mad uh, at and me. then don't forget to give her extra for the drug. I go, I fucking know. I, I oh, about the kid? Be, yeah, anything. Oh, like that I, drives like me the crazy. Eighth time, the eighth mention. Oh, I And hate then don't that. forget that he has lunch. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know I got that. But oh, that you drives guys me crazy. Like, because yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgotten. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You have when? in the past. When? You've forgotten to give Claudia the money no. for the thing. That's no, why no. I remind you 500 times. No. Wait, no. But why do you guys care that if we're taking on more of the responsibility, I'm asking you to, why do you care if we just give you a little reminder in case you were going to forget? Moshe loses his wallet three times a day. It starts with he never the, has it on him. It starts he, with the obnoxious premise that you default assume that women always care for the child more. It's not women. I'm just saying that's my experience. That it's... What is your experience? That I I just naturally you, take on a little bit more. But you also applied it to Christina. I so. do. I feel like I'm more in tune with the day-to-dayness of the children's existences. Tom? Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is honestly this. I mean, it's talk- not all women, but it is like all, a lot of the ones I talk to Tom, have the same experience. Back me up on this. This yep. kind of talk is the reason we cheat. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. This is the reason <laughs> we cheat. Less, you know less complain, more blow. You two are so fucking lucky <laughs> to yep. even be in a room with us. You yes. like your life, Jenny. Yes. You know what I mean, yeah, you just keep 
spitting that stupid shit, you'll find out what fucking happens. Yep. So you find wow. it like enters the realm of nagging when no. we like tell you a bunch of times. It's not nagging. It's the assumption that we're so stupid that we would kill our own child if not for the reminder that you swooped it's true. in. It kind of feels like be like I feel when I'm spoken to like that that I'm a child and like a shitty condescending teacher is telling me something. Well, see, yes. but that's you know? interesting because I don't I don't say it to you in that tone. It literally is. Don't you fucking talk to me like that. Yeah, I don't do like that. I literally go, Jeans, don't forget, you know, today's yeah. the day you have to pay Claudia. Like I, when I'm typing it to yeah. you or telling you, I go, Jeans, don't forget to do this. It's neutral. But you hear it as mommy telling mm. you you're stupid. You don't, whatever it is. You, you call hear. him Jeans all yeah. the time. I, I don't, Aww, I don't think it's cute. always neutral. I think you might think it's neutral. Jeans, don't forget to pay blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're isolating one way that sure sometimes you say things neutral sometimes you don't say things neutral here's right. the thing we have right. to remember yes. you guys yes because yes. because you know we we study relationships because we study our own and we yeah. talk about it on our podcast is that we have to together we're a team yeah and like some of us are better at certain things than others like that's what i was trying to think like moshe's so good at cooking i was like i want him to start Cook, like doing more of what he's really good at like i'm way better at scheduling we, he loves to do all the driving like just like maybe letting him do the thing like i don't know together right, whatever we're trying is to strong do it. you Tom, know tom's good at taking out garbage and stuff that's oh yeah you're, that's one important. you're one of the best <laughs> no you know what a team i want to bring in them back in too one like of the, I bring in the cans when one of the things <laughs> that a team has one of the classic things that a, a sports team has is a guy that goes out and finds new players to join the team, yep. right? A recruiter. <laughs> a recruiter. He has to go around the country. It's, that's right. it's a year-long job. It's a it's a hard job, and yeah. it's yeah. it's a vital to put new new uh, energy, <laughs> maybe new relationship energy, back into the team. Hundred percent. Yeah, a recruiter, if you will. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Go to Burning Man once a year and just see yeah. what kind of talent is out there. That's right. Oh, here's <laughs> what's up, coach. Here's yeah. a new job I've given Moshe. And I, he hasn't quite, he hasn't quite accepted that this is his responsibility, but like I scheduled the nanny. You admit that, right? Yes. Okay. okay. So like a job that I want him to do is like log on for all of our flights and print out the, get all the boarding passes, do all of that. Like get it all ready, you know, check us in early. Like that drives you assign that. I'm like, can you just always be in charge of that? Yeah. How, How do you feel about that? I, 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 I didn't fair. mind it until I realized right now in this moment that she had assigned me with that job. Yeah, yeah. Like when she asked, will you check us in? I'm like, it's all good. But now that I realize she's like a new job that I've given the boy is yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in charge of that. I didn't it, it like feels bad. It, it didn't yeah. feel good. It didn't, I don't think Mr. Percy or whatever his name is would be would be oh, accepting he shit would like slam that. Her so I'm hard. just yeah. saying I'm trying to find check the in your own flight, at. you saggy titty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> OK, our daughter just had a birthday party. Who planned most of the party? Um, Who got the cupcakes, the food, the the invite? Wait, Christina, did you just move over there? Oh, this is so weird. It's like the <laughs> entertainment. You're saying the yep. same thing. I know. The Who planned Christmas party this year for God. those Seguras? All eighteen of them. Who planned that party? But you let them put the chips in a bowl, and they think that they did the I whole know. thing. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! It's so funny because when this guy came on, this dude, I know. When now. he came on, I was like, "What a fucking what a caveman regressive <laughs> asshole!" I'm so grateful to be in. Now you're talking to one woman. And now and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? This, this dude kickboxer knows, knows what's happening <laughs> in the world. Up. Yeah, I'm 100% on board with him uh, much more so than I was. Yep. <sighs> like 20 well, but I want to be able to do that. And I want to have control of that. And I want to have control of the schedule because I'm just like better at it. And I feel like I can Same. do so many things at once. And like, I'm totally fine taking that on. But then there's some things that I want you to do. Mm -hmm. There's some things I want you to do. <laughs> there are. 
like get railed by like nine dudes at once <laughs> while I watch. That sounds cool. Sounds That's awesome. That's what I'm into. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? Was why, that is that something you'd really want? No, I don't, no, I don't do think I could. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Why can't you? As long that's as he checks thing. us into our Southwest flights. <laughs> while, while make sure happening. we're not in Group C. <laughs> I'm fine. Half life like this dude. He's banging my fucking best friend. At least I love him. He cheats on me, but I love him and I stick by him anyway. Now you're starting to fucking sound like a real woman. Sort your shit out. Okay. I, I can't. I hurt. I think my stomach hurts watching it's a, it. It's like, a bit much. It's a lot. It's hurting me. You guys have HBO? Yeah. Uh, you ever seen Piss Spots? <laughs> no. All right, we're back for another episode. Uh, I'm at uh, Greenwood Liquors in the back parking lot. I'm gonna do this. Australian for gear. For gear. And then we got uh, <laughs> 99 Peach. Let's do this. Schnapps. Yeah, so this guy, um, he started a new YouTube series called Piss Spots, <laughs> and um, he, uh, he just, he drinks, and then he drives, and then he parks, and then he goes, I peed here, and it's a good spot to piss it. <laughs> but, this is on HBO? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> earlier. He did, he did, he did, he did. I think he was doing a bit. I think he was doing a bit. Oh, I mean, I didn't. No, but you're right. They are very progressive. (laughs) They do all kinds of cool shit, imaginative. I get Natasha's point. Some of these are very fascinating. This should be on HBO (laughs) because we're hooked. We're on episode four and it's great. Do people sometimes make content for you and send it? Do you ever get the impression? You ever think like a guy like this, like your podcast is going to like cause someone's death? Like they're like piss spots. I'm driving on Mulholland here. Hold on, and then he just careens off. And Not then, until you mentioned it. Uh, let's see what else we got in the <laughs> bank here. Um, yeah, this guy. Uh, he didn't. He did piss spots one and two. Sure. And um, then he didn't post for eight months. I thought naturally jail. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, but then when we when we we played them, he was like, I'm back. <laughs> so now he's doing like weekly episodes. He's really putting the content out there again so. his spots but yeah. he also likes to show us which containers he's urinating in and how yeah. wait he's driving drunk <laughs> yeah well he yeah. Ju- he just like downed something quickly yeah he's, he's like in a parked car a, usually he's in a car or sometimes he's been in a car and then he's like i'm on the side of the highway you know, yeah, it's yeah. also funny like you he's don't have to drink alcohol to piss very nah. true. You could just drink water and then or coffee. Right, like yeah. you, piss, you piss probably every day, right? Every day, almost yeah. every day. Almost Do you every think day. That, yeah. the, that the internet is making people start to feel that if they don't, if people don't know who they are, they don't exist? No, oh, that's an interesting because point. it feels like everyone wants to be noticed now, Everybody even for does. something really negative. Yeah. Yes, it's a little scary. And I mean, the dumbest of the dumb are usually the they want to get noticed the most. I mean, maybe this is a passion. Foxes is so bad. Huh. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm gonna piss my pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he does it in his pants. Well, <laughs> I thought he was gonna pull it out. Usually, yeah, half of her down. Yeah. Does he film while he pees? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you get to hear it. You get <laughs> sometimes. You get yeah. to hear hear the hot that that hot piss hit the ground. Pulling in the parking lot. Is he going? Oh, he's going in the parking lot. <laughs> he can never have kids. They're gonna be like, oh, well, that's the piss guy. The oh, that's shop. piss dad. Three quarters for shark. <laughs> By the way, throw fuck up. I love that he really upped the production value for episode <laughs> four. Some of the other ones you could see clearly well, now, not so much. You know what? I think the show has jumped the shark. 
because <laughs> last week on Piss Spots, he peed in his favorite spot. It was his room. And yes. then he showed us with the lights on how to pee inside of a, a beer bottle and how to get your piss inside a tinier opening than the width of your penis. Do you penis. have to look at his penis? No. 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 But you can. I, I just feel like the last episode was more informative well, and better lit. And this episode, I'm not really following what's happening. Have you ever yeah. pissed in, in, in like a, a, a cup or a bottle? Yes, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah. You yeah. have? Of course. You Really? I'm yeah. a savage. I pissed road. in a cup uh, like five See? five weeks ago. Really? You didn't <laughs> tell me about this. Where? Where? In my hotel room because my baby was sleeping in the bathroom and I had brought was her I on there? the road. Yeah. No, obviously not. I would not have done that in you front of You didn't want to wake her up. I didn't want to wake her up. Sure. And so you know, you they have those little, like, little paper cups that have the plastic so yeah. i took the plastic off and you then that? you pissed in a cup i mean <laughs> it was either that or have the baby cry and then i have to wake up early because yeah. she like you know huh. didn't makes, get her i would full do sleep. it i would I, do it go ahead I you know think that's gross oh i just i it's shocking to me that <laughs> i mean i didn't this, drink it this <laughs> picture of l Ooh, if you had drank it though <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's what she doesn't do while I'm in the room because I'll have to. I'll have to go you out. You would have totally done that. I you wouldn't have pissed in like if there was a sink that was no, low. No, I would piss on the baby. That's what I would do. <laughs> no, I would have pissed in the bathroom. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You need wake the baby I'm up. I'm not afraid of waking the baby up. She. Uh, this is the thing about women. They're uh, they're they're so you're so worried about the baby that you end up doing things that are unnecessary. A baby can sleep through me peeing next no. to it. But they have woke. She has woken up before. From someone peeing and flushing the toilet or whatever, you Dude, know. Don't I wouldn't flush, but I would pee. Well, I don't want to yeah. leave her in like a toxic smelling. And you would have sat small down. Room. I would have sat down. So not as far, not as exactly. loud. Yeah, but the difference exactly. is that baby wakes up and now your day is fucked. Exactly. That, that's her free time what that do you she mean? wants it's to our keep. Our free time. We're are you equals. there too? Yeah, we're equals. But are you in the room at the same oh, at time? This, at no, the pee, at, at this particular in incident, I'm saying. So she's probably just you're trying to preserve your yeah. And what do I lose by peeing in a cup? I guess a little bit of dignity. Okay, what I'm hearing from you two, a lot of this. <laughs> we'll suck your dick, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I just well, want to hear how he rated yeah, the parking lot. How does okay? this episode Jesus. end? Oh, there we go. Yeah, episode four is a quickie. Okay. Uh, I chugged three quarters of a Foster scan. <laughs> yeah. And I had a 99 uh, peach or a grape. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> oh. I give it a, yes. I give it five out of five. Five out of five. Uh, piss bottles. Okay. Oh, wow. Piss bottles. Where is cool. he? He's in the, like the New Hampshire Where is area. He? Yeah, he's in the Northeast. Yeah, oh my I used to God. pee in um, when I was young. I would pee in the heater because oh, it would cool. like sizzle. But then, Wait, it, but then the whole house would smell like my piss. Which, what kind of heater did you have that you? We could had like do a it? really big. It was it was like a bed like a plug-in heater, but it was giant. Hmm. Growing up, it was a big one. It was like the like size of like metal? your whole desk. Yeah, it was metal. Oh, radiator. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like I one guess. of these. No, it was way bigger than that. It was like that a, is way worse than peeing in a contained cup. Yeah, no, I know. I had mental. I had mental problems. I was. I was. <laughs> I would Christina, you would really pee in the cup too. Yeah, I've done it before. Okay, I've good. done it many times. I've peed in. I peed in a cup in a moving car one time in his old Chevy Malibu because mm, I was in the desert and I didn't want to pull over and I was scared because it was nighttime and I got piss all over his car seat. <laughs> you were there. No, I was alone oh. in the oh. desert. I was afraid. It was come back from some gig and like. You kept driving? And I tried to like slow the car down really slow and piss. You were driving while doing it. Uh huh. It know, didn't go well. I heard an old trick and I've used it, uh, which is that truckers say if you are driving late at night and you don't want to fall asleep, you jerk off. <laughs> and you can't do it to completion. If you do it to completion, oh. you'll fall asleep. 
but if you jerk off, it'll keep you with the horniness will keep you awake. And I did it to great effect once. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's cool. How, dri- how long was the drive? Two and a half hours. I was actually driving from Burning Man to the Reno airport at like, wow. at like I left at like one in the morning and I jerked off the whole way and I made it. And I, did you finish when you parked? I arrived I alive. I think I must have. I must have. Yeah. You jerked off for two uh, hours to keep myself awake yeah i arrived because i had a gig i remember i had a gig and i'd already been up like partying for like four days so i was like afraid i'd fall asleep on the road i got to the reno airport completed went and did a college gig drove flew back and drove straight back to burning man wow dedicated you are dedicated do they still have those types of booths at burning man like orgasm for an omelet and like eat out girls there was there was like an orgy tent yeah, yeah, there's an orgy dome, and there, there's little things like that, but it's not quite yeah, as overt, not quite as overt as you think. I mean, orgasm yeah. for an omelet, no one's really having an orgasm. It's yeah. really just some old, some guy in a fedora going, "Come in," and everybody's saying, "No, thank you." Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's true. And do you shower? You don't. You can't really shower, at Burning Man. Yeah. No, I. I have a proper. Tell them about Dr. Bronner's where we shower. That is pretty fun, actually. There's a camp that Dr. Bronner's. You guys does. would hate it. The soap company. The soap company. They're a really progressive of hippie company yeah and uh, they're a cool company actually. i like their eucalyptus soap well, i like the almond mm-hmm. and they go out there every year they have a big camp and they do like a big dome where they have a party and you have to wait in line you line up for like hours to naked. get in and well you're not in line naked when you get into the dome you 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 take off your clothes and there's like a dancing situation where you're dancing naked with all these dancing and a hippies. little more of a line when you're naked and then they line you up and they put you into this transparent like box car and it's kind of, and and then they they come up on top of the box car and they spray you with Dr. Bronner's foam. Mm. It's like we were calling it like the fun holocaust. It was like <laughs> it felt very holocausty but like kind of cool and yeah, fun. Silly. There's techno playing, you're getting yeah. clean, but it feels very like Auschwitzy because they're like spraying you down <laughs> with Auschwitzy. Yeah. But it's <laughs> definitely the closest I've ever been to like penises that I'm not fucking. Yeah. 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 You know, and like they're all around you. I don't like that. And is there, but mm. is that the only shower you're getting over four days? Because that playa sand is, is no, I, the only one no I got. Joke. No, I have an RV. I own an RV and we, oh. I shower in the RV. You do your own showers yeah, there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't let Natasha in. Yeah. No, no you showered in out. my, you showered in my shower. I, I took a shower in there, yeah. but I would always like to go to Dr. Bronner because it felt. <laughs> felt nice to have that many dicks around you. It was just a nice <laughs> feeling. I mean, yeah. it's really dusty there. It is. It's, it, you can't... Oh, have you been? I've been there. I worked on a TV show and I got to go inside and see so what you the felt camp like was that, like. Okay, wow. I've not participated in it, but Wait, I've seen the camp. You went to Burning Man for mm-hmm. the show? Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, it was called The Hitchhiker Chronicles and we picked up hitchhikers and one episode is we went to Burning Man. And so oh, they whoa. let us in and I got to just drive around and pick people up and interview them throughout the course That's of the cool. day. That's cool. Really I want to see yeah. that. It aired a million years ago after Hurt Burt, Burt Kreischer's show on FX. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's like I remember old, that. Old, yeah. Okay. But it was cool. I liked it. That's I mean, a there cool was, experience. Yeah, to see like that's the, the perfect way to see it. Yeah, because <laughs> I wouldn't. The only reason the deterrent for me is the the weather. It's so hot. It's gnarly. There's no no question. And but sometimes yeah, it's really so cold. Love it, right? I love yeah. it. You but love at it. night, sometimes I had like my my toes were numb when I was working in the cafe at night one of the years. Like so, it's like kind of uninhabitable. Yeah, it's it like super it's hot tough. and then super cold some years and. It's do just you, way too dusty. Do you go, wait, the you don't dust go every is year, though. Terrible. Right? Oh, no. But Moshe's already pitching it to me, like now in February. I want to bring okay the kid. It's okay if he goes. Wow. I want to bring the kid. Not this year. A lot of people do. I think What's, it'd be. What is you want to bring her this year? I'll bring her this year, next year, whatever. What's the thrill for you there? For me, like, I think that the. Um, that I, I like extreme experiences. I like weird. I like weird shit. It's why I like comedy. I like to laugh. I like things to be weird and odd and odd people. Mm-hmm. That's why I like comedians. 
and it's one of the highest concentrations of like bizarre people and spectacle and things to do less so every year what do you do what do you do there when you go coke i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. No, I um. What I, do you do, Mo? Well, he works. Well, I used to work there. I used to volunteer there for a oh. long time. What, what do you do you, as what a do volunteer? You do? Yeah, I would. I would be the person at the front gate that would check the cars as they were coming in. Really? Yeah, and and I did that for years. I don't do that anymore, but I did it for years just to be a part of the community there. Uh-huh. And I would like that we would get showers as a result of that. And That's we'd get cool. Fed and stuff and. But how long ago was that, though? When I stopped doing it, like three or four years ago. So wouldn't you have people being like, oh, hey, you're motion. Yeah, driver. that's yeah. why I stopped. Eventually, it was like, it just felt too weird. It yeah. was like people would start to recognize me more and more. And I was just like, because I wanted to be like a part of the community. Yeah. And then when you're getting recognized, you don't feel that way. You right. feel like, okay, this is, there's no point in doing this. That's when I realized that Moshe has like a small fantasy of being a cop. like he likes like telling people what to do a little bit and like like i don't have that at all like i don't want to ever tell someone they're in trouble yeah that's also why i quit because i said well whatever what i do when i go there is i i generally you're like the the gatekeeper i like to like wander around take in the the artwork take in the spectacle of it uh, meet people and just have sunsets weird, beautiful if you bike mm. around just have weird interactions we have really? weird interactions see people on the extreme fringes of life and society and then at night I go we go dancing or we'll go listen to j- there's so many things to do and then where will you crash I, I have an R- my RV oh you have your RV and yeah. can you go brown and can you pee and poo in your RV because I, I, I remember can. there were porta potties and that yeah. looked terrible portos yeah. Yeah. oh I would hate that I can go brown we did that yeah. though the first year I went I had to go in the portos no and I was pregnant one year no. and it was really rough. In the heat? Yeah. Oh, So wait, Natasha. is your RV, um, you own an RV? I, I did it RV. to show him I was wow. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I own an RV and it was, and it's, it's, oh, it's the most, Im- it's literally the most important thing in my life. Do you have people like when you're, so there's <laughs> air conditioning on that. Yeah. Do you have people when you have an RV and you're at an event like, I know nothing about it. Yeah. Are people knocking on it like, hey, can I crash with you? Is that like a. Yeah. Like I brought a, I brought a friend last year and he was in a tent and I would let him come in and shower once in a while. You don't have people harassing you because you have the RV. Like random people? Yeah. No. no most no, people no, have no. their, their stuff their situation. situated. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. they spend, I mean, there's people who spend all year preparing a float or like, yeah. right. They prepare artwork that's yeah. movable and it goes along the playa. And yeah. people they really prepare the for end? this. They said like, the man, like this right? last year there was a, there was a, uh, an installation that was like it was crazy it looked like a peter pan like fantasy house and mm-hmm. it was like three stories tall it was probably it was probably 50 feet tall i mean it was gigantic yeah. and there were towers it looked like literally like from a movie set of a peter pan film yeah and it was like super intricate old like magical looking house you climb a spiral staircase and there'd be books up in the t- in the top little attic and then downstairs you'd know you'd open something and there'd be like a a looking glass with a you know it was the most fantastical thing you've ever seen and i saw this crazy like uh live jazz performance in the center courtyard of this thing i mean it literally just looked like a, a castle that they had built and at the end of, on thursday night they set the whole fucking thing on Dude, fire you need to look up las fallas Oh, yeah, so, yeah. There's a, there, first of all in Spain, there's festivals every week. For uh, yes, everything. totally. But Las Fallas is a special one in Valencia, and they have these build these spectacular floats, and everyone's partying and the whole thing, and they all go to this one square, and then they set them all on fire. 
It's it's it is a it is a spectacle. So that I think okay. So Europe and 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 the old world does this better than America. America. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem I have with America uh, is that when people moved here, when immigrants moved to this country, the 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 charge was get rid of your old archaic yes. ways and yeah. become American. Right. And as a result of that, there's some positives to that. The negatives to that were that we got rid of all the, our rituals. Yeah. And you go to a place like Europe, or you go to like uh you know uh, the old world, and there's still these crazy rituals, and that's what Burning Man to me there's a lot of power in that that they've created this the only people that have rituals is hippies yeah. in, in this in, in american society uh, for all the negative things you can say about hippies they've kind of created a worldview where they've like recreated the old rituals like you know yeah. the, uh, that uh, and so that to me is a big part of what's fun about Burning yeah Man. that's cool I, yeah. I can respect that. it's a pretty rad i mean it's a far out there thing and it's it nice it's cathartic there's that place you put you know your friends who have died you put your Right letters or what? It's it's lovely. Tell yeah. us uh, there was some there was some Brody stuff out oh, there. Oh cool! And that I don't know who put it there, but we would walk and be like, oh my god, There's like Brody stuff. Because yeah. every year the the Saturday night the big party is they burn the man, and it's the most spectacular firework display mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life by a factor of probably a hundred. You know, like Fourth of July, I've never. It's nothing. I can't even watch Fourth of July fireworks because anymore. of how spectacular it's, it's so it's. over the top and insane. There's gas bombs. There's like diesel bombs where like you know a, a fifty foot fireball is just like a exploding and then there's this crazy fireworks it's a big crazy insane party but sunday night they build this thing called the temple which is where people uh Mm -hmm. they go and they put the memories of the people that they've lost in the last year and it's a really i'll tell you what's powerful about it is you see how much loss there is in a community of just seventy thousand people and then you start to realize like oh this is just seventy thousand random people like everybody's experiencing this level of loss with nowhere to put it because yeah. we don't have ritual because we we've we've done away with a lot of that we don't have anywhere to put our loss and so you see like wow all this whole community is leave and you and like i said it was a trip i would walk into this temple and see like uh, friends that have passed of mine and I'm like i wonder who put that here and then like there was you know like i said a brody cut out and there was like somebody had printed it up and um anyway and then they set that on fire and that's not really a party that's like pretty much silent there's a silent on sunday night nobody parties they just set this thing on fire it's a pretty beautiful experience yeah it's nice that is yeah that's it is nice well hearing you talk about that is nice but i still have to say the festival has never moved me right <laughs> it's always kind of failed to like get do it for me but that well, also makes sense though right but like makes sense that it's, it's like the whole thing of somebody obsessed or, or moved let's say even by a band right and you hear it and you're like yeah yeah they're good they're yeah fine. i totally get that it's yeah. not for everybody i'm like an old school raver like that was my childhood yeah, my so teenage were. years were raves and like and so to me it's like it's it's a little slice of that old counterculture that i was into in the 90s yeah. that kind of doesn't exist anywhere else anymore because yeah. of the fucking internet but there mm-hmm. is no music like the music at burning man is what's kind of annoying about it because it's all techno it's not like it's a music festival where there's bands right. and stuff right but you love that shit i right? love that shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. um look this was a lot of fun i'm so glad you guys came today where where are you guys uh on the road coming we up? actually are about to cancel our tour because, because of, of the of coronavirus, coronavirus. Oh. Yeah, we are very scared <laughs> about the tour we're doing a tour called the royal family tour coming up where we're going all over the country and to europe and um where are you uh pl- where were you planning to go in europe we were going to go to uh <laughs> to dublin glasgow uh manchester and london awesome well uh, maybe we should mention hong the dates kong and that we're Wuxian. actually <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and wuhan but we have a whole bunch of a uh, bunch of dates we're going to hawaii we're
we're going to New York. Mm. We're going I don't think we're going to Hawaii anymore. Is, are the, are the, the tickets? <laughs> uh, we are going to make it to Fargo. Fargo is going to be great. Fargo, and you know what? We're also going to make our Bakersfield. <laughs> we're going to make gig, our Bakersfield date, and we might go to San Diego. So check go. us out, the Royal Family Tour. But we will have more dates in six months and the, after they sort out. Where are the tickets <laughs> all available? All this stuff with the CDs. MosheCasher.com or NatashaLegero.com. And also, we talked a lot about love and relationships today. Tasha and I do this podcast where we take call in live relationship advice. People call in for like for advice. That. You guys could call in. Actually, like you actually, guys could maybe come you on. could be. We, it's not a bad idea. I would come on. You guys want to come on sometime and then and people help us call in and they like say their relationship issue and you can give them. I love it. The answer. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Cool. Uh, we'd love to have you on sometime. Uh, I'd I would love to. love to do that. And um, of course. Oh, it's called the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I should say that. Yes, right? yeah. Endless nice Honeymoon title. Podcast. And of um, Christina and Natasha, I know you guys have some parting words for the audience. <laughs> He's saying we're yeah. mentally we're disabled. Uh, I just, <laughs> just thought it was fun. Ain't that we're... Because you're women and you're because, fucking stupid. No. Because we handle the schedules. That's right. That's, and right. that's um, disrespectful, Tom. Clean up after Christina, you. Christina, do you have anything to add? <laughs> See, that's disrespectful, Tom, what you're doing. Yeah. I thought so that was the sound of a cow, and I thought you were saying because they have those saggy titty like udders. <laughs> titty like udders. You know, I thought that's where you're going. That's more respectful. Oh, saggy titty, you. saggy titty, saggy titty, saggy titty. <laughs> that was so rude. You're anything to say backwards, you know? I think I found this TikTok. <laughs> Don't you use this against me? My own curation. Oh, that's so fun. You're like an art curator, but yeah. you're on TikTok. Yeah. Yes. I'll be my honest. talent. Christina, I didn't tell this you this. This is like the yeah. Tate. As we're going. I didn't tell you this, but when we did uh, Lights Out the other day, we were talking about the kid, and you you said yeah. something to me. You said that it re it re uh, just re builds your entire DNA, yeah. and then you were like, none of this matters. Nothing matters after you have kid. Everything, and it really there was something about the way you said it that really stuck with me, oh. and it really it it moved me in, in a, a way. good way, in a good way, in a really way. good way. Yeah, okay, because I'm having an existential crisis. I think I'm worried about death all the time lately. I want to yeah, hear what you said too. though. I don't. I, well, it was just like this idea that like well. once you ha thank you, <laughs> once you have kids, like everything gets rebuilt, and your priorities have, yeah. have just been re completely rejiggered, so that all this like show business and career yeah, striving cares. and all that die. who gives a shit? Who your children fucking cares? That matter. Yeah, and and it really it kind of oh, it kind of struck me in in a really good way. And it was does that mean? you'll agree to canceling our european tour dates well it just was a trip to hear <laughs> uh, like a just a, a a woman say that because, <laughs> you know because of the sound effect that you made like that that's what i was expecting it was more yes. of a uh, handbag yeah. wow <laughs> stupid chicks well i'm no, glad i could affect you that's good it really honestly it's very is insightful, true, isn't actually. it yeah. i am very insightful i am no no but that is actually a great it is true like yeah. you care so much about the showbiz stuff, but I think your perspective definitely changes when you have little faces looking at you, you know? Yeah, you, that they're most important. And, uh, and for, forget about the cheese, because I guess probably people are like, well, that's cheesy, but there is like, when you hit a certain age, you need something to recreate the value and meaning in your life because it's like, is this it? Am I just going to like look for like, money and yes. recognition only that's what my whole life is oh gonna it be. becomes so masturbatory Absolutely. like my whole existence it's like what am i what are we doing yeah another brunch it, life another is drink, nothing another but a play but a search for a new place to piss yeah. i'll tell you this i'll leave you <laughs> why don't we leave on one of christina's tiktoks okay why don't we leave on one all right? i'm afraid no no this is one of your good ones okay all right <laughs> all right outlaws listen up what makes you all think we're related? <laughs> no, no, stop this. Let me see this. Listen here, motherfuckers. You've done pissed me the fuck off, and I'm already in a bad goddamn mood today. Well, little advice. 
To those that think we're cousins, no the fuck we're not. <laughs> I'm not related to her. I'm no kin to her. And if you keep the shit up, I'm calling the fucking CEO and every one of y'all's little goddamn accounts are getting shut down. Do I make myself clear? Just FYI, he's Cherokee. Stop. I'm not native. Stop. At all. <laughs> she went too far. You don't have a loud mouth. Well, secrets out. Fuck with us and watch what happens to your accounts. Goodbye. I mean, they look so unbelievably oh related. Oh my god! <laughs> I am getting on TikTok. It's pretty I know. great. What do you go look at my stories? That man. was this is so all I do. entertaining. And them yeah. as you're imagine welcome. if you had them on the show taking uh, calls. Oh yeah. I, my I, what, god! If you're listening, ch- ch- oh, Open uh, elder elder chief, um, <laughs> <laughs> big rig uh, truck, uh, monster then, truck boy. Uh, and if then you're at the there, end, he told her to open. shut up. Oh, I love yeah. that too. He was like. He's Cherokee. He's like, no, don't go there. <laughs> you have a big mouth. Well, and do you think he's got the Woo. CEO of TikTok's phone number 100%. on deck? 100%. He's got the he's contact like, info. I got some new accounts for you to <laughs> shut down. He, he seems like he doesn't have an email address. <laughs> no way. The fact that he even knows CEO. That there is That's a CEO. Pretty and pretty that they even came up with a username. A lot of these monsters only have like at 957 yeah. Now, is he responding to someone saying like people are yeah. commenting? They're commenting. So, under. so this is like a couple that is like publicly kissing on TikTok. Yeah. And Probably. Then people yeah. are people like, are "Oh, like, you guys are related." Fucking yes. your cousin. They look yeah. so related. Yes. They so. definitely are related. <laughs> they have the <laughs> same sunken eyes, and they <laughs> yes, they do appear. And let me just say this: I don't have a fucking TikTok uh, uh, account at all, so I'm willing to say the truth. I'm not scared. Yeah. Mrs. Outlaw, <laughs> y'all are cousins. You call this any CEO you want. I don't have an account. But you are Damn. welcome on our podcast anytime. They're I don't gonna, think you guys are cousins, Mrs. Outlaw. Shut down. They're gonna <laughs> shut down your Instagram. They're gonna find <laughs> out. Shut it down. All right. Wow. Um, this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you Thank guys. You. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Woohoo. <laughs> you know that I value sleep more than anything, mm. especially with two kids, the podcast, the touring, the schedules. It's so hard to fall asleep some nights. And I don't always want to drink a glass of wine because why the calories and it messes up your your sleep. That's why I love CBD MD. Their PM product is fantastic. I'm a huge fan. CBD PM won the 2020 product of the year award for best CBD sleep aid. And here's why it blends 500 milligrams of high quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And it really is. And I know some of you listening are like, I've never tried CBD. Will I be super high? Will I be super out of it? No. CBD PM does not do that. It just no helps THC. you fall. There's no THC, so you don't get that effect. Um, so to make it even easier to dry, to dry, and to make it even easier to try CBD PM or any, CBD MD's superior CBD oil products. They're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code YOURMOM at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com promo code YOURMOM for 25% off your purchase of high quality CBD oil products from CBDMD. We love Brooklinen Sheets. Listen, for so many years, I thought, why spend money on sheets? What's the big deal? Well, because you only spend a third of your life in 
sheets. Why not make them insanely comfortable? Why not get the best possible quality bedding for the best price? I'm a huge fan of Brooklinen. Their products are so clean and fresh feeling. I like to get the white Brooklinen sheets. We have them on our bed right now along with the duvet cover. They keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer. Uh, I love this company because they're founded by a husband and wife team, much like your jeans here. It's They were the first direct to customer bedding company so they work directly with manufacturers and with the customers there's no middleman which is why they can give you such a great product and such great service and they also provide towels shower curtains bath mats they've even launched an ultra soft loungewear line that makes you feel like you let you never left your bed which is my favorite place to be do you like softness comfort essentials to help you relax brooklinen has it all brooklinen.com is the perfect place to hit refresh in the new year. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping on all the new sheet when you use promo code MOM only at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. And hey, New Yorkers, if you're listening, you can get the internet's favorite sheets and more in real life. Visit Brooklinen's first store in Brooklyn. Very cool. At 127 Kent Avenue in Williamsburg. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. I love you, Brooklinen. All right. We're super excited to have the co-creators, writers, executive producers, directors of HBO's hit docuseries, McMillions, James Lee Hernandez, and Brian Lazarte. Am I saying that right? Lazarte? <laughs> <laughs> Any relation? Um, now, I got word that one of the other executive producers of the series is... Um, <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> yes, that yes. is correct. I, I think it's pronounced... Mar- <laughs> 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 uh, the, the ball is silent. Mark So it's his company. What's it called? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm it's right unrealistic now. ideas. Unrealistic ideas. So that's Mark and uh, Stephen Levinson and Archie Gibbs. Yes. And um, I remember. So full disclosure for the viewers, listeners. I know Brian fairly well. <laughs> um, we were born two weeks apart next door to each other. <laughs> so <laughs> and uh, spent a lot of time together. I remember when. Wait, And your cousins. Right. Well, yeah. Did you, we didn't I, say that, though. No, no. But I mean, I was going to get there. Oh, sorry. I, didn't know. I thought you'd forgotten. I have pictures of us bathing together. Um, <laughs> on display in our home. <laughs> That's when we were like 18, but also there's stuff from when we were kids too. Uh, but I remember when this first, first story, uh, like when you guys were first, I guess, a, got the rights to a, a, a part of the story. Right. And then, I don't know, there's, there's this thing about documentaries that, I, I don't know, documentaries have become super popular, I would say, in the last decade especially, right? They're just, it's exploded. And I think everybody feels like when when they hear any seemingly interesting story or meet any type of characterish person you know they're like this would be a good documentary to do but like oh, yeah. this guy hank at, he's always buying coffee he wears <laughs> right. hats with feathers you guys should do a documentary on him now, how do you filter out that from like what you feel like would be a really actually exceptionally good documentary uh it's a good question usually yeah. the first question is how did you guys get into this and how yeah. did you meet of course uh it it really comes down to um 
like what do you think is is an interesting thing to dive into yeah so you start to look into it and little pieces of it and there's always a thing of like somebody might come to you and say my friend lives next to an airport and now his whole family has cancer super sad right you don't know if that's related you start to look into it but specifically with this it's when you first start to learn about the concept of okay well the mcmillions the the mcdonald's monopoly game was loved by all like especially yes. me as a and kid yeah we should have said, we just said the title but that your docuseries it's on hbo right now mcmillions more specifically is about the mcdonald's monopoly game that was huge when we were kids right mm -hmm. and um you guys further explore in this docuseries that there was massive fraud <laughs> right and that the winners were basically not legit winners Right. So from 1989 to 2001, there was a fraud ring that was stealing the game pieces and selling them around. So, and nobody knew about this. Nobody at knew. All. No. Uh, the FBI found was tipped off about this in 2001, and then they looked into it. And eventually, take the entire thing down in a pretty hilarious manner, especially for what people think of as the FBI. But for us, when we were like looking into this story. First, it's like the personal interest. Like I loved the Monopoly game as yeah. a kid. Yeah. My first job at 16 was at McDonald's during the time of you this. You did work there. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Really? I got my license. The day I got my license, I came home, showed my dad like, oh, I got my license. He's like, go get a job. And so I went to the Youth Employment Service Center <laughs> and saw a big bulletin board. It said McDonald's is hiring and underneath it said free food on all your breaks. And Hell that was yeah. all the motivation I needed. Can you, <laughs> what can was you your... still eat McDonald's to this day? Or are you oh, Yeah, it? I went through a really long period of time of not, but on this project, we've probably eaten there the last two years more than I had in the previous 20. What was your What was your go-to <laughs> pleasure break food when you worked at mcdonald's oh, i was uh, number three supersized with a coke whoa uh, and What's that the was the three, three? So that was a quarter pound of the, a quarter pound of cheese yeah, supersized fries and a coke or a sprite depending on do that coke formula and and the diet coke Ooh. yeah tastes different than anywhere else and also i would i remember going to mcdonald's and if the fries weren't piping hot i'd be like these are cold <laughs> and i would get new fries. well they go from like great to terrible it's like immediately yes uh, based on the temperature. And also, it's, it's one of the only... I felt like it was the only food, or at least the first one that I ever discovered, that if it had gotten cold and you microwaved it, it tasted nothing like what you were like. Wow. It did not taste like <laughs> right. a hot version of food again. You're like, like, did you it get chemically is it, altered? But I mean, usually you finish it, so you must have been like buying like two or three of them and like taking them. It's home. possible. <laughs> and like, oh, I'll have, I'll save one for later. You know, it might have been. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. We're not going to call names. We're not going to insult each other. <laughs> but yeah, I probably did that a few times. Now, but, uh, sorry, oh, I just have a McDonald's yeah. question very quickly. The the amounts of pickles and everything that's all regulation, like. Do you, you have a number of squirts of ketchup oh, yeah. to go? How many squirts of ketchup on a quarter pounder with cheese? Because I feel as though it's an inferior. It's not enough. Well, it's been a few years since I was in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> but uh, usually, so they have a gun. Yeah. And the gun automatically does it. You do one squirt, it does like three perfect little splooges of ketchup That's on awesome. there. It's so rad. And then you put, I think it's three pickles on a, a regular right, cheeseburger. Yeah. How many pickles on the McRib? Go ahead. Oh, God. I wasn't working there during the time McRib was what? available. Why that's, that's, I just made that up. I don't know why I said that. Why is that soda so much better? <laughs> yeah, why is that formula better? I don't know. It's like a, like a miracle. Even like a movie theater soda is 10 times better than if you like crack a Coke at home. Yeah. 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 Okay, before we so, move on to more about McMillions, you're Hernandez, you're Lizarte. Were you guys tempted to, to feature Chipotle? 
because of the <laughs> that was once part owned by McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah. so there's it all ties together. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, we, um, you know, we we only we talked about it, and we just decided. You know, I'm not as huge of a fan of like burritos as yes. you are, yep. and uh, we at least had yeah. common ground with apple pies. Stick we're to what you know. So we're I always in, say uh, stick to what you know. Yep. Our negotiations with Taco Bell broke down. So, yeah. We, yeah. so we you're here now yeah. but at McDonald's. To answer your question about like what makes something worth pursuing as a documentary, we we saw this as, you know, not only it was character and story. Like if the story is just a surface like, oh, the FBI cracked the case, you know, a right. few phone calls, they did an undercover operation and that was it, like maybe that would be an interesting short or maybe that would make a good, you know, short story, or you could build a whole feature script around something like that. But for us, talking to the FBI agents, who were the first people that we actually spoke to in this process, hearing how far back this went, how, you know, I mean, it was a how, fraud case that lasted 12 years. How far That's into the bananas. conversation that you're talking to these guys, do you realize that how rich the story is? Is it in the first time you talk to them? Or oh, yeah. Oh, shit. It was actually, Instantly, yeah. it was almost before, it was definitely before physical, like we actually shot anything. So yeah. we, we got um, a lot of the court transcripts. Mm -hmm. So we, we had a general idea of the overall story, but there was a lot of confusion. It, like in reading through transcripts, you kind of, you're getting pieces of, yeah. of the details. But in talking to Mark Devereaux, who was the federal prosecutor, he really laid out so much. And there was a story he's that he's great, by the way. He's great on oh, camera, yeah. man. Yeah. He's, well, he's a performer. He's, yeah. a, he's a trial attorney yeah. for the U.S. government. Like, you have to be that showman. And you can tell, too, mm. that, like, I, like, even watching him do interviews, you're like, he's in charge. Like, he tells the FBI guys <laughs> what's up. For right. sure. <laughs> One of the first things he t told us was about the story where the FBI and had three people from McDonald's when they finally decided, Hey, we hit a wall. We're going to get three people from McDonald's in on this and have them come out to FBI Jacksonville. And we're not going to tell them why we need to meet them. Yeah. And, uh, and we, he picks them up from the airport, drives them personally to the FBI. They must've been shitting their pants. And, and oh, like, yeah. and we were asking, and this is not really covered too much actually in the series, but we, you know, we were asking the FBI, and Mark Devereaux, like, why would you tease them? Like, why would you have them show up, not say, like, they're talking about the weather. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing here? And Mark's like, uh, you Isn't know. Isn't it sunny out? You're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, we'll, 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 get, <laughs> we'll get to it, that. Yeah. The uh, fucking <laughs> I mean, state prosecutor is like, how's this rain? And right. you're like, uh, yeah. why are we going to the FBI headquarters? And Chicago to Jacksonville is not like a 30-minute flight. No. Like they're stewing over what in the world are we being mm. brought out here for. Yes. Well, and you think from their perspective, like if if why wouldn't we go to the Chicago office of the FBI is the third largest in the world. Right. So why wouldn't we just like drive yep. 20 minutes over to this? Makes we have to sense. fly to yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. True. So he brings them into the FBI. Rick Dent greets them. And they take them through what is called a man trap at the FBI, which is basically you enter into one room and all the doors shut behind you. And you need someone from the FBI to like punch in another code to open another door for you to enter. And so all of this is being dragged out. And, you know, we were asking like the FBI, like, what is the point of this? And they're, they were saying how it's part of a strategy to actually see if any of these people are get guilty. rattled. Yeah. yeah, because like, mm. it, you know, if they were guilty, they would give off signs like they would start sweating because they would know why they were there. Mm. Right. 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 
And so it was all built into this like because he setup. says in that wow. in that first episode, um, Mark uh, Devereaux. Devereaux. No, yeah. no, not Devereaux. Oh, Chris uh, Graham. No, what's uh, the, the the Mr. Personality? Doug Matthews. Oh, Doug, Doug Matthews. Matthews says yeah. that that I think that he came in was again when he came in in his suit uh, that he was also checking out body. You know, we're reading yeah. body language yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and wow. everybody at least passed the eye test, right? Like, right. They're yeah. like because they did. They really had no idea. Yeah. But they're trying to discover just to restate for the audience that. This humongous game, the McDonald's Monopoly game, the FBI at this point is is basically has discovered or is in the process of at least partially discovering that there are no legit winners yeah. of big prizes. So like right. free Cokes and stuff, yeah, but the big money prizes are being stolen. And at this point, early on in this uh, investigation, they have to figure out are is is because they don't know to what degree this uh, this conspiracy, you know, how, how big it is, they have to look at these McDonald's corporate people and be like, are are they a part of it? Is it right. is it in at McDonald's? You know, yeah. Yeah. which is the whole thing. Like I was saying, but right before we we started recording, the thing about this series is that it is really like a fun uh, a crime caper. Like has that Ocean's Eleven, you know. These guys are, they're stealing, but you, you don't, you know, they're stealing from a corporation, not that it's like justified, but you don't feel like it's going to be a depressing story. It's like, it gets more and more outrageous. The characters are spectacular, real people. And every episode that, that passes, it's like another twist and turn comes that you didn't expect. It's like a, a fun thing to watch. Yeah, it was a, a big, Thanks. well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it it was at first you look at it and you you see like it's not about a mass murder it's not about yeah. like somebody wrongfully jailed for twenty five years right so there is that the latitude to be where you don't want to do yeah. like six episodes of like here's the dungeon I slept in oh <laughs> Christ <laughs> right. I know yeah well you know we we're also a big fan of that style of of a show or that style of a movie and the stories that we heard I mean when we talked about I mean, we talked about recreations for the series early on. That was part of our initial pitch. Yeah, it was immediate. And it, it's, everything is so cinematic within the yeah. story. It was like basically somebody wrote this, but it actually happened in real life. And you can't, there are no cameras inside of an FBI office or yeah. in McDonald's. But the story is so fascinating. You needed to live that moment where the FBI agents are sitting there with McDonald's and Doug walks in in that gold suit. Yeah. Not nearly as entertaining if just Doug's just sitting there telling it and laughing at himself. Yes. Yeah. Although still mildly entertaining. Yes. But we, we also knew it was a bit of a uh, experiment and it was kind of risky to ride that line of humor and seriousness. Like even when we were pitching, we, we told, you know, HBO, this is, there's a lot of humor here. And, I, you know, they were definitely an incredible network and partner to have, you know, throughout. But there was definitely that like, how how is this going to be funny right you know and until they saw it until until they realized like oh my gosh like uh, you know doug is a phenomenal character but just the style and approach we hadn't seen that done in a true crime series before so. yeah well mm. it, it the subject matter allows you guys to be funny too right yeah it's like if it was like a docuseries about a bunch of kidnappings it's like you know 
Yeah, they, they might be like, dial down the funny. Yeah, it's a Monopoly <laughs> game. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking, though, at that FBI thing you were talking about when they take them into the room and they close the door. I feel like I would give off tells even though I wasn't guilty because mm. I feel guilty going through TSA. <laughs> even though you're like, oh, maybe there is something, yeah. right? Like, don't yeah. I feel guilty no matter what. When I landed in Singapore when I was doing that Asian tour a few years ago, we flew from Hong Kong and they gave us a heads up like before they're like Singapore does not fuck around at all <laughs> and, and you're like don't. okay and they're like no they put people to death you know for any type of drug offense and I'm in that line and I know I don't have drugs on me and I start just like emptying my backpack before I get to the front because I'm like <laughs> what if there's like a joint that I forgot yeah. about or an edible or something and they're like they will hang you they'll hang you here for that and it was like that built in and I kept digging through the backpack just trying to like i know there's something I, i'm sure <laughs> I if they were like watching me in line like what the fuck is up with this guy but you know they do that they i know do. and i go out of my way when i go through tsa to look casual yeah sometimes like, <laughs> act cool christina like there's nothing in your bag like there isn't anything in my bag really good yeah such a dork hey guys <sighs> yeah how that, much how much money what's the most amount somebody stole from from that game it was just a, a game yeah, How individually, you, you yeah. could only do a million dollars. There was talk of, yeah. uh, like, in the last episode, or in one of them, there's talk of at some point a $5 million oh. game piece, but that, oh, that there's nothing God. we've, we've seen so about that. Money. But a million dollars, and there would be multiples every single time they ran the game. So wow. without giving the, Damn. the the super, whatever, whatever details we can't reveal until it, this is, this is, Episode five has just aired, okay? For, four. for No, five for when this comes oh, out. Oh, right. Just so, kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> so without giving out anything that you can't give out, um, to how many years were, was there never a legit big, big winner? Well, so the game started in 1987. In, sorry, 1987. In 1989 was the first winner who we could find who was Marvin Braun who claimed a, ple a piece le uh, illegitimately with Jerry Jacobson. So from 1987 until 2001, and there's there's kind of this gray area somewhere in between. You mean 1989, right? 19, so 1989 what is what, what I said. You said 87. Okay, yeah. So 89 yeah. was the first stolen piece and it was $25,000. Right. And then that was basically a proof of concept. Yeah. And after that, that's every when, that's when but the big every big winner. Well, so, so there, this yeah. is a really interesting thing. The FBI couldn't prove that people were stealing the entire time, but that's because certain key people that were involved with this died. Right. So there are people who have won that possibly were part of this, but never got but busted. At, at the same time, there are people who could have won in that time who were completely legitimate. It just, there's no way of knowing. You know what I'm wondering is McDonald's gave us 2.3 million and we had to give it back. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, <laughs> well, yeah, They're you like didn't that. know that? Yeah. Did they have to give back the money that they stole oh, yeah. from the game pieces? Cause oh, yeah. they oh, wanted yeah. their money back real fast when we yeah. got fired. We're not sure how you guys handled your legal, you might've yeah. had a great attorney. There's actually a lot of contracts. Like yeah. We shouldn't really keep talking about uh, it. <laughs> but uh, but yes, you know, in this case, oftentimes with white collar ca cases, when you whether you plea or you're found guilty, like you're you got to give that money. You got to give that money back. <gasps> yep. Now, what happens? Yeah. Obviously, I don't know if this I'm just curious if, if this passes on to your next of kin. If if a person wins, 
like in this scenario and dies does does the government go after the family is that, is that what happens in that scenario? That's um, we kind we of. call up Mark Devereaux and well, find out for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, it's an interesting question because it's really based on what you stole and not what you actually received. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, for example, uh, there were people involved in this, and I, we explain this in episode six. But let's say you you gave ten people million dollar winning game pieces, and you personally only got a few hundred thousand dollars from selling those pieces off. You're responsible for ten million. Right? What? Yes. Oh snap! Wait. Wait. Why? Yeah, Explain that. This is crazy. Well, this is yeah. I mean, this is uh, a question more for the Department of Justice. But it. We, if you have a million dollar piece, so mm-hmm. they sometimes they negotiate it down. So it's like yeah. in in uh, in every case they for this they negotiated it down. But you're potentially it's sort of like. Uh, the maximum sentencing for fraud in this case is like five years in prison. So like they could, you, you could be on the hook for the full amount. Uh, it just depends on how cooperative you were that they're wow. willing to work a deal. But it's it, the idea that we, I think when we were talking to Devro, it's really designed to be a deterrent. So if mm. right, like a lot of people in white collar cases don't go to prison for a long period of mm-hmm. time, but you are financially screwed for the rest of your life Mm. and this is one way to do that i have a better question which is why steal million dollar pieces and give them to somebody else well because for yourself sucker you can't claim yeah you can't claim it so one man person is taking it but he couldn't keep doing it also he amateur criminal over here (laughs) sorry guys but then he gets a kickback yeah exactly correct yeah wow now did you find because i've found this from watching this series and maybe you experienced this when you're making it especially, is that you start to play those lifelong hypotheticals in your mind about you know, what would I do in the right circumstances. And you, you, I, I felt like a certain, you know what people are doing, what some of these people are doing is wrong, but you, I, you t- something about the way the story comes out and, the, and getting to, it's not a mugshot, you're, you're hearing someone speak, you start to empathize with them a little bit like, Oh man, like I know this is wrong, but like I feel, I almost feel badly for you, for some of them. Yeah. You know, because um, I, I, I would almost, be, I believe that some of them weren't bad people, but the temptation of that much money in that moment was too much. Oh, you know? hell yeah. I mean, that, yeah. yeah that's, There's a big theme, a yeah. theme throughout it is just sometimes good people make bad decisions. Bad decisions. And you don't realize that some decision can lead to being a federal criminal. It yeah. seems very very harmless on on the surface because i think most of us if you you know like right now you know you have careers and you're established and you know you're work, you don't you don't need that that uh that chip or whatever that that piece of paper to get that but like there's a certain there's certainly a week a month a year in your life where <laughs> yeah. somebody approaches you and they <laughs> go yeah. like Do you want a part uh-huh. of this and you're like yeah man like that would be amazing. Oh, well, think about it too. Definitely. This was in the 90s, right? And prior to 9-11, I think we all saw our lives and, and this country a little bit different. We were far less skeptical than we are today. Just mm-hmm. the information super age that we're in, we just, we, we're privy to so much more that we were back then. And if, yeah, if a friend or family member came to you with the opportunity to win a million dollars, and all you had to do was say, you're the one who claimed, you're the one who peeled this off a game piece. Yeah. Like, yeah. no I'm one's trying, looking I'm at those game rules. I, I actually 
phrased incorrectly. I'm trying to think of like the four years where I wouldn't participate. Yeah, same. <laughs> like yeah. 2008, the year we got married and we had like no oh, money in the Rampart God. division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I someone would, offered this to yeah. me. I'd be like, you, Tommy, you take don't it. have to kill anybody. Yeah, you don't have to who are you hurting? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. McDonald's. I would have taken it. Right. Somebody has to win anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I mean, you look at that great show, Locked Up Abroad. It's one of Love, my favorite shows. Yeah, because you know. Hey man, at 19 years old, I didn't have a dime. I wanted to travel. If someone was like, just take this bag of whatever to Turkey or back from <laughs> this country, yeah. you may, I may have done that too in right. the 90s. Like, you have an extra hole in you now for sure. Turkish prison's no joke. No, it's no joke. But We wanted to humanize the, the criminal element because oftentimes if you think of this when we were talking about the story it's like oh a syndicate right all these people involved with the conspiracy over 50 people were involved right across 23 states so that's that's an, a large amount of people and you you have to consider that that was like an enterprise like some sophisticated intelligent uh criminal ring and it really wasn't that there were just you know people who were how did they get away with that for so long i mean I, i'm sure you answer this in the but like what's the you know the short form uh, summary of how how this was able to be well diversification mm -hmm. right so jerry jacobson was diversifying not only his his recruiters but his mm. winners so all and nobody really knew too much about who else he was dealing with yeah so for instance like aj glum who uh, is in episode four. He mm -hmm. was the the few, he was the drug runner who went on the run. Right. And he had the uh, previous criminal past. Yeah. Yes. And you know, phenomenal character. You know, and joined us for our, our our last podcast. He, you know, he was responsible for ten million dollar winners. Wow. Right. But he didn't know that Jerry was doing yeah. any any other tickets with anybody else. Oh, he thought it was, that was it. Yeah, he knew that he yeah. had, that Jerry had done this in the past, but he didn't know that there were actively other recruiters doing the same exact thing. Right, at the same time. Yeah, And it's a victim. Isn't it a victimless crime? I mean, who are you ripping off? McDonald's, a huge corporation? Right. You're not well, taking food out of yeah. baby's it's, mouths. It like, is. But you're thinking like a real criminal now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board now. Now I'm, I'm pro stealing from McDonald's. It, it definitely looks like a victimless crime. And to think like somebody had to win, all they're doing is redirecting who wins. Yeah. yeah. And they're taking a little kickback for it. But other than a sensational mm. story, do, do, does like Devereux, is it, does the federal government think that that's a worthwhile pursuit of the time and resources to solve a case like this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a great story, but do they like? Is that worth it to them to bust well, this? It, 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 yeah, yeah, it was because basically any sort of plan to defraud other people out of property or money mm. is is a fraud. That's yeah. a bad and thing. So yeah. eventually, you start to see in episode five, and then you really hammer home the scope of the amount of people that were involved. But 50, three people were indicted. 53 so many people yeah. for this. Oh, so this is like taking down ridiculous. a mafia family. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, so also, that, they, they didn't know, yeah. they didn't know as they were doing it was anybody in McDonald's. So the FBI was doing healthcare fraud cases. You know, that was their pri primary fraud that was happening at, at that time in the mm -hmm. country. And so if you think about fraud. Boring. Well, yeah. yeah. Of course it's, it's boring. Sexy. But it's <laughs> also, you're talking about stealing money from from corporations, you're from businesses, you know, they're also, uh, uh, 
you know, the tax implication of what that means to steal. And across state lines, there's yeah. nobody else who can actually stop somebody in that kind of case. So how do you deter people from committing fraud? Even like medical fraud with, uh, uh, with doctors and, and farm, like, uh, pharmaceutical companies who were, you know, committing, I mean, even to this day, the amount of money that's actually being spent tax wise, uh, Mark Devereaux was talking about this, uh, most recently to us, like half of, half of what's being spent in the, in the pharmaceutical industry is being, you know, is, is going to fraud. Mm. Like we really? just, yeah, we just don't know about it. And right. so mm. how do you catch people? Well, you, you try to deter them by catching other people and Make locking an them up. Yeah. Right. So wow. fraud is fraud is a big deal, and if you just like turn your back to it, you it know, gets rampant. Exactly, more and more oh, fraud. Wow, and it's constantly shifting. Like the the thing, the main thing that they all these people got busted for was mail fraud and wire fraud. And you think like, well, why? Those are very broad terms, but fraud changes so much. What fraud is today with what you can do online and what you can do with computers completely different than it was mm. 25 years ago. Oh yeah. And you can't, the government can't keep up with changing laws for very specific things. So they say, all right, well, where's the money going? How's it getting to places? And then are you, are you utilizing the U S mail as a part of the scheme? And that's what they can get you on. That is yeah. So that's so interesting that the deterrent works. So mm. by making an example of the bad guys, so we should be doing this on everything else. Like for theft, we should be rounding up those thieves, cutting their <laughs> hands off in public, let oh, everybody yeah. see, bring they the kids that. around. Sure. In Saudi Arabia, it works really well. It works really well. There. <laughs> yeah. China too, they, they don't have... Yeah. They don't have a lot of drug dealers there. They don't have them chomos. In the, in Let's the round up the chomos because they put a bullet in their head. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah it de the deterrent supposedly does not work for drug dealing. Yeah, in the U.S. Oh, what about child molesting? I think we should round them up and cut their wieners off in public. That's I mean, a good point. Is anybody opposed? That would to that? be a good deterrent. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. for at least for for some. For yeah. <laughs> that's strong enough for others. Um, for yeah, there's there's cool some guys. crazy people out there in the world. Oh, I am learning that the older I get. Would you like to see some? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, a perfect segue. You know, <laughs> Gosh, did you write that? You, uh, do, do you want to see? Well, I, I imagine that <laughs> 100%. you are... <laughs> Brian, Built let him the put the crazies on, please. <laughs> play, play us some crazy. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff I could show you here. Let me see what I got. <laughs> Isn't that literally what TikTok is? Just that. Why, yes, well, it is. If you're going to go ahead and bring them up, I guess we'll pull up the TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Um, Are you on the talk? Oh, it's. Uh, like I it's literally spinning. just uh, got into it because one of the PR people from HBO is like obsessed with it. She's like, it's you have amazing. to get into it. It's so new. And I was like, I just really want the name that I want to select in case it gets popular and it's the new Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I have a good handle now. Well, tell you what, go to at the Christina P and look at my stories. I curate the finest talks in the business. It'll get you a nice leg up on how this app works. This Perfect. So Here you go. Uh, but I, I was always crying about you all the time, but I love you. Please do not leave me, please. I love you. All right. That's uh, something that appears on Christina's phone, and oh, she wow. thinks... my feed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me share that. <laughs> Look, for real. All I'm saying is that if your coochie stank and his peppy's small, y'all belong together. Y'all a fish and shrimp basket. <laughs> That's science, I believe. What do you think? Is that science? That's science <laughs> right there. What do you think of her, Tom? Uh, <laughs> I... 
Let's dig her eyebrows. I think you should try to go as her for Halloween. <gasps> oh my God, that's a really good idea. You're I already, can. I'm halfway there. You already have the <laughs> lipstick. Yeah. Well, I just have to tweet. I have to shave my eyebrows and pencil in a line. Yep. You could probably do mm. the prosthetic cover up, <laughs> like so that it's not permanent. <laughs> Oh my god, I do look a lot like her. Somebody oh, left cool a comment saying that my eyeliner should not be thicker than my eyebrows, which I didn't realize. So I hope in this video that my eyebrows look better. <laughs> Did you hear that? That your your eyebrows shouldn't be thinner than your eyeliner. eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good rule of thumb. Could it be our next rule. t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really cool find. It kind of is. That was a good one. God. Come on. Hey, I just want all the lesbians who are proud of being gold stars to stop. That's just rooted in misogyny. It's biophobic. It's transphobic. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make you any gayer. Virginity doesn't exist. And it's heteronormative as hell. Did you get that? It's very well. You know, heteronormative is a new term I've never heard of before. Yeah. Well, so are all those other things she rattled off. <laughs> you want to break that one down or no? So what she's saying is, do you know what a gold star lesbian is? Uh, yes. It's it's where lesbians never had a penis inside their vagina. And right. they're considered a gold star, meaning highest you weren't You weren't defiled, you know, defiled by, by a disgusting, disgusting penis. male yeah. penis. That makes a lot of sense. So she's saying to call yourself gold star is essentially misogynistic because you're it's heteronormative. You're she saying you're defining it in the patriarchy. And virginity doesn't exist. And virginity doesn't exist. Just Duh. like gender doesn't exist. None All kinds of, of cool exists, things guys. you can learn watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> there is no objective Does reality. Anybody like oh, come Darth on, Vader, what the Sith Lord? What are you doing? Uh, this is Cody. Uh, I want to meet the real Vader, Dark Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, the babe. real Sith Lord. He wants to meet Dark babe. Vader. Do you guys know Dark babe. Vader? Babe, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? He wants to meet Dark Vader. All right, you guys are in show business. Just Do you know Dark Vader? Hey, I'm gonna skip this one. We'll make some let's calls. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean to do this. Please call me. I didn't mean to do this. I don't know why you're so mad at me. I love you. Oh. I apologize. <laughs> he what likes this do? one. What do you I do? Found I, I want to know so bad. I, I know. What happened? Spot. What did he do? Yeah, what did he do? Okay, so this is the second one in the series <laughs> that I've discovered. There's a few other things I'd like to God point out. damn it. A, he doesn't understand how this app works, meaning this is not a private message. <laughs> <laughs> so this is made public. And B, if you'll notice, he's very hirsute. You'll notice there's hair follicles on the bridge of his nose. Go ahead and zoom in and you'll see the hair on the bridge of his nose. I don't want so to. So he's done something wrong and he is repenting now to the public. The next video, I believe, is another confessional. Go ahead, cue that up, Tom. Jesus Christ. Baby, call me, please. You said you're wide awake and everything, but you're not calling me. <laughs> or at least text me. Let me know what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, Look at those what is going? Okay, first of all, piercing. Who blue gave eyes. him the idea to trim his beard? That's like what this. I was thinking too. Like it's either it should be all or or nothing. I mean, it's like a just half. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bizarre. I feel kind He's of He's like, bad. it says you're awake. No, you're supposed to feel good when you watch these. Oh, you don't feel better now? That's Wait strange. a minute. Have you guys ever made an apology video like this to no. a girlfriend? No. Uh, no. Mm-mm. Not that anybody will ever see. Have you hopefully. seen, have you gotten them personally? Videos? Well, From not in, in this era. No. 
No, I've gotten uh, music. I've gotten, I've had m- people writing songs. I had an mm. apology song one time. That was nice. I Poems. Played, I played a song over the phone one time. Nice. What? What's Not the craziest thing was that it? Tom has sent you? <laughs> I mean, he write we okay. <laughs> he would write me a letter from like a hotel stationery, and it'll be like, "Dear Christina, I made all the farts today. I browned <laughs> in the toilet. I love you." Like, juvenile. and he would mail it to you, like <laughs> oh, yeah. physically, like snail mail. One time style. I did it. Uh, I have oh, it in my desk. That's a typewriter. Right yeah, the, the that's the hotel one. had a typewriter. <laughs> I think I threatened violence in it too. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, typical. But that's yeah. typical. That's what that's a lie. I, I met her. I, I met her. She, she saved me just in time from the from when I probably would have started sending dick pics. You know, I've never sent a dick pic. Right, because technology. And I'm sure just that like up. if it were like a few years later, I'd be like, I got a bunch of dick pics out there. <laughs> 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 I don't. So yeah. Tom Tom sends me. Um, dick pics of his no not of his just oh. anyone else's just anyone else's <laughs> yeah yeah randomly oh i sent him the uh the one that you sent to leanne and everything the, the <laughs> coronavirus one <laughs> i'll send that to him yeah do yeah. you know that that ended up ruining leanne's life Wait, so our friend bert oh my god sent it to his uh she sent it to the wife too and the wife was on a flight <laughs> And like was trying to trying to open it and couldn't, and so she copied <laughs> and sent it to her softball moms, like the softball oh, kids man. team. And then she sent it to her daughters. She was like, "Y'all gotta watch wait, out." So, wait, you should set up. So yeah. it, this was a total like gag text. Yes. That read like, "Hey, by the way, coronavirus like, is here," con- which is yeah, now yeah. going to be real. Right. But at no. the time, we we're like, ha, ha, ha. "Well," and it's like news, <laughs> and it specified like what area of Los right. Angeles we lived. And so I'm thinking like, oh, like there's <laughs> reports of, you know, a yeah. virus here like nearby. <laughs> so I, like, of course, you know, I click on it because it comes from you. And but I'm definitely not thinking that it's a, a gag. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah. you know, it was this lady sent it to her 12 was, and 15 year old daughter. This and it was one, a hey. big yes. guy with a huge dong. Yes. Oh, you sent that to me. I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yes. I, and I we should point something out. Hilarious. We should point something out. Flaccid. It was not it was hard. Yeah. And it was still <laughs> they, really they don't big. all look like that. I thought. Uh, no. No. Uh, this came from Josh Adam Myers, and now yeah. it's all the way into your world. How mm. funny is this? Yep. God, thanks, Josh Adam Myers, for ruining everybody's so life. So, what what ended up happening with this whole softball team? Uh, she said uh. that when she landed, she was because he was sitting next to her. She goes, "Oh, something must have happened. I got a bunch of text messages." <laughs> <laughs> and then she said she opened the messages, and they were like. Oh my God, that's so scary! And the next <laughs> one said, "Like I think I experienced that in college." And then, <laughs> and then people, she was like, "What?" And then her husband Bert was like, "I think you maybe need to check out the link." <laughs> so she immediately called her daughters, and then they, one of them was like, "That's gross," and the other one was like, mm, "I didn't even open it." So I think like, uh, coming, yeah, coming from a, I mean, for 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 me, it's coming from my cousin you, but yeah. it's you know comedy comes in many forms yeah and uh and that was yeah. a big a big form <laughs> that was a big, big form big so, oh sorry all I right outlaws <laughs> listen up it's a good one what makes you all think we're related no no stop this let me see this listen here motherfuckers you've done pissed me the fuck off and i'm already in a bad goddamn mood today well little advice to those that think we're cousins no the fuck we're not <laughs> I'm not related to her. I'm no kin to her. And if you keep the shit up, I'm calling the fucking CEO and every one of y'all's little goddamn accounts are getting shut down. <laughs> Do I make myself clear? 
Just FYI, he's Cherokee. Stop. I'm not native. <laughs> you all have a loud mouth. Well, secrets out. Fuck with us and watch what happens to your accounts. Ooh. Goodbye. So they got sick of people <laughs> saying, wow. like, why are you fucking your cousin? <laughs> yeah, of course. And there. he's going to call Mr. TikTok himself. The CEO, exactly. yeah. the CEO That's how it of goes. the internet. He wow. knows who that guy is. <laughs> CEO of the internet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so, Bree Bree, you grew up with a young Tom Seguera. Um, was he always a degenerate or did this happen later? Like, how was Tom when he was little? Um, the audience needs to know. <laughs> so Tom had had always liked to make fun of people. Yeah. Like even, even since we were kids and we would be sitting across from each other <laughs> and he's just like, you know, look at that idiot who just walked in the door, but he would <laughs> use other adjectives and, you know, descriptors. And I'm like, Tom, like that guy can hear you. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, and he, it was almost like you wanted to get beat up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he never did. And I think also in high school he would do this. And because Tom was so big, ah, like, Nothing threatened Tom. That gave you your. I think they call that bullying. There's a term. But the yeah. thing is, he yeah. would never do it to mm. their face. You know, he mm. was very nice, very nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. But like when, it, if we were talking, to, he loved to talk shit about other people, dude. And but it was, I think it was a exercise, like uh, see if I could get you to laugh. That's really what it was. But dude, that's like the foundation of our marriage. Yeah. And this podcast. That's no, what we do but all day. I think it was also he liked to make me uncomfortable. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. knew that like I would start to get all squeamish, like that yeah. guy can hear you. And he's like That's the fun. Yeah. That, that was the fun of it, it. It was fun. But uh 'cause you're more you're you're definitely more um sensitive and se- empathetic towards other people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and like That's true. Yeah, like you're nice. <laughs> we grew up i mean we, he and i were like i mean every day oh i know together, every day together we spent a lot of time together we did i mean school and uh, you know playing after school going on family trips i would go with his family i actually was, was just talking about how your folks uh came over to my house uh on a weekend a few weeks ago oh recently recently oh, and yeah. how i had ne- i had never experienced the onslaught of questions that I heard from your mother in such a compressed time, in <laughs> such a short period of time. And so my mom is Tom is Chato's sister, right? And they are they're fart buddies. Oh my god! Like they. How are... did you feel when you first saw this? Remember when you first saw it? Oh my gosh! Uh, like and you're I think like I watched it like ten times in a row. Weren't you kind of like someone's finally captured what yes. we've been seeing? Yes, for our lives. <laughs> I mean, because you know the thing is, you know, my, my mom at this point is is hard of hearing. She has like the industrial strength hearing aids to actually hear, so she will rip them, and she and she thinks that they're silent, yeah. like oh. nobody can hear How them did you because know? yeah, you know, yeah, she doesn't hear them. 
Yeah. And uh, she also has no control. Mm. Like she doesn't know, like they just happen. It's like, oh, I, I couldn't stop that from happening. But the two of them together are like, I mean, they are inseparable and they think alike. They talk alike. And they, I mean, they fart all day long. They fart Jeez. a lot. And they both <laughs> fart like that level. Wait, I've not heard no. Blanca the, the fart smell, like this. Smell though, that's the thing too. Mm. Like you can't pick that up in a video. Like I'm, I'm sure you were gagging at the same time that you. Well, were that's the thing is mm. that you just don't know what's gonna happen. So with her, I feel like it's eat. Like sometimes they're that loud and there's nothing, and then the very next fart is silent know, and like. Or no, or even like half as long. You're like, oh, it's a mini one, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely their insides are rotting for sure. They're in their. 70s and right yeah. and the older you get the worse your farts smell don't you think or I think so yeah mm. it's a buildup. that's medical yeah it is yeah. let's ask dr drew about this the older you get do you your farts smell worse your mouth <laughs> smells worse the older you get that's for sure your ears grow your nose grows and then your farts smell and your yeah. breath when gets you look worse. In, in like especially yeah. in an older man's mouth you're like what's going on and yeah the decay is Those, real yeah they're like chiclets yeah every time i see my dad i'm like hey man open your mouth again he's like oh. it's like i feel like there's bats are gonna fly out of his <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible, it's terrible. What? yeah and i'm like did you brush your teeth he's like yeah i'm like <laughs> go back <laughs> go back dad mouth. now your dad nice mouth um but speaking of like this what you guys are make you know your 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 series i feel like it also touches on the thing like when we were kids and playing this game it is almost like it's almost like a kid's opportunity to get involved with you know a, a big prize like the lottery or oh, yeah bingo and and um your dad has the itch to to be involved in anything where there's a prize i feel like more so than anybody in it's true in my life and i mean as from my perspective, I don't know if you feel the same way, is like the the guy, the lucky guy. Yeah. Like the guy who, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of astonishing when you break it down. Right. Like, so, talk about your dad's luck. Yeah. So, as you, I mean, you, you grew up with, with me, you remember this. So my dad won the Ohio lottery in 1984. And at the time, the, it was only 20 year payouts. And it wasn't as much as the lottery is now. So it, it, it was the equivalent of 90000 a year pre-taxes for 20 years. And so after taxes, oh it's God. like 60. No, it's 1980. That's amazing. Right? Yeah, that was huge. Yeah. By the way, we were so it young. It still is a great still, living. Yeah. No, I know. You can but live when you, when you hear it, though, I mean, like, you don't understand. Like, we were just like, oh, Uncle Dave won the lottery. You're a gazillionaire. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so growing up, there was always that, like, don't ever talk to anybody about it. Don't tell people at school that, that this right. happened. And, you know, he started his business like building products and he n never went to college. So this was like his opportunity to actually apply some of that money towards his future. You know, we, we didn't really have like a fancy house. I know that we did a fancy vacation every year and you, you would come along with us. Yeah. But I don't know if you even know this story, but, um, within a year of my dad winning, one of his friends came up to him and said, Hey, like, let me shake your hand. I want some of that luck. And so my dad shook his hand and that week, that guy won $9 million in the lottery. What? Wow. Did you, did you know that story? I did not oh know that. my God. Yeah. I, I do know. My hand. I do remember that in the subsequent years, yes, he also won a number of raffles. Yeah. 
um, one of which he won a home in. He won a house oh my in a church raffle. Yeah. And then um, our parents were really into cruises and say so they would always go on these cruises and they on, on the cruises, you know, they, they have a casino that like opens up once you hit certain miles offshore, right? Because they're always going to like the Caribbean cruises. Dude, all the time. Mm. It felt like every other time they would go on yep. a vacation. I'd go, how was your trip? And my parents would be like, it was great. Oh, Dave uh, won in the casino. And then we're talking about like slot machines. Now, yeah. hold on. Does he put in a ton of money in the slot machines? Like how much is he spending to make? He has a system for sure. He has his own... I think unspoken, but he would hit regularly, like 10, 20, yep. all the time. Oh my God. All the time. Yeah. Wow. So and he, didn't, didn't he win some other? He won the lottery again. Yeah. He won like 125,000. Wild. Yeah. 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 Twice so, in his life, he's won like a major. Yeah. So as far as like growing up, obviously like one of the luckiest people, I think I, I, I mean, personally, no, but that, that degree of luck, I think, plays very much into i mean you know it's definitely not something we've uh, i think talked about uh you know we've talked about it ourselves but not like publicly or anything the idea that you know you could be that lucky right and and win something obviously like i think like all the time is that gene gonna be passed on to <laughs> me like did it ever yeah. pass on to me and I've I've played the lottery a couple times in my life and have never won. So, <laughs> I, do you I, feel like you have the bug to play more though? Like, do you th do you th think you have that? Not real. Not so. I don't like gambling. Yeah, like, Brian's big gambler. Huge. <laughs> He's in Vegas. I'm not a gambler myself. I, 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 like I really. You I never don't, struck me as a gambler, but you do strike me as wanting to like buy, you know, the raffle tickets. Well, yes. Yeah. So I've I've definitely like the. Uh, what is the um, the Special Olympics, you know, win the house raffle. I've done that a couple years, but I've never, obviously I didn't get anything. And like the odds of at least winning something, even if it's like a notepad, uh, are pretty good. And I haven't even won that. So <laughs> I, like the, I don't really think of it as like, yeah, maybe one day I'll have a chance. I actually stopped playing the lottery. Although, you know, occasionally like my, my mother-in-law, she plays like the same week the same numbers every week very re religious about it she mm. says like it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when mm. and like she plays it every week every week same numbers so you know we'll see if that ever happens but mm. uh the chances are you know it's pretty small but do yeah you? do you play it Nah, not really i went through a phase where when i was 19 i was convinced i was going to win the money to get an escalade mm -hmm. for whatever i mean loving hip-hop music that's, that's dope, that dude. was literally yeah. all i thought <laughs> about was like Man, the Montel Jordan video has new Escalade. I need that shit. But uh, outside of that, no, I just love craps. Do you have an Escalade now? Mm. No. Oh, uh, but I didn't. I didn't get to achieve my dream. <laughs> Dude, you can get it now. Speaking of I'm winning, <gasps> oh, oh, you guys got good surprises. Segway, hey, right? I'll wear these not for McDonald's, but for you. Because of our past relationship, they're technically HBO branded. Oh, so you're that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I can wear these. Oh my gosh, so yeah. exciting. Thank you. Winning. Nice. <laughs> these are right. dope. <laughs> HBO. What's Love up? it. You look great. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, like, we all have that in us in some way. Right? The ability to, to win the lottery? Well, just the <laughs> like the, the, the desire to win something from oh, nothing yeah. or for, for a dollar. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing else in life where you could spend a dollar and walk away with <laughs> 
No, I know. <laughs> like a hundred million dollars. Like, Dude, I remember when we were on vacation favorite. and I won bingo. Oh, oh shit, that's man. true. We and were, you were with my dad. And I was with your dad. Yes. And I was with uh, with all of you. And you, I, you I know, won and I thought I was nine. I thought I was set for life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they gave, they gave me like in 20s and I was like, what the fuck, man? And I remember we went, got back to the room, and your it was mom two hundred dollars. Yeah, your your mom was like, um, "Hey, you have to share with your cousins." And I was like, uh, what the fuck? And I was like, "How much?" <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was like split it up. I was like, no, that's, "Split that's up that's my empire." Up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a no communist country. I know, I know. We I, probably, I wonder if we have that bullshit. on video. We might even have that on video. You probably do. So I forgot about I'd that. Be so. Pissed. So we were with my dad. He he wins bingo in this like big like uh, we were we were on vacation and there was like this big dinner bingo thing, and then um, we were on a family vacation with my dad and my wife Iris played bingo. Who's been on where my mom's at? By That's the way, right. check her out. And uh, and she won seven thousand dollars. <gasps> What did, I tell did you? you guys make her chop it up? Yeah. What the <laughs> You're like, where's my cut? Let's go. Actually, yes. <laughs> actually, we did. Wow. No. Well, no, we 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 didn't make her chop it up, uh, but you know there was a sense of obligation because I think my my parents had wanted to treat us oh, I to see. you know to it was a it was a week long cruise. Oh, so you and we had never that. done a cruise. They you know they were in the into the whole cruising thing. Yes. We have not done one since. And so, she, yeah, she wanted to divvy it up, give them a little bit. And also, at the time, I think her brother was, like, in need of some cash. And so she gave it's, him some She's a nice lady. Iris she's is nice. nice. This would have been a totally different scenario if this guy had won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This would have been like, <laughs> fuck. No, yeah. but I mean, like, it just, it goes, like, I can't even list the, the number of places, like, with my dad where, like, you would have that degree of luck. Like, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Wow. Some people have it, man. Right. I feel like this episode really painted me as a childhood bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the deal, man. I found out I was kind of a bully as a kid, too, because I used to make fun of other children. And then Dr. Yeah. Drew was like, you're I a fucking be, bully. But I want to like, be clear. Yeah. I did not go and like punk kids out. What I would do is wait till they were gone and then... Like talk about talk them, some shit. make fun of them. It's called being especially, a comedian. Yeah. That's being a comedian. Yeah, especially if something really does. stood out wrong with them. You know what I mean? I, right. I, you were practicing material. I remember one time in Florida, we were we went to a, like a Denny's in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. and we were with, I think your friend Ramon, mm -hmm. and was that was that yeah. all right? And so we walk in, and just out of the blue, like I think we were you know trying to get a table, and you're like, well, do you know? you know who that guy is and the server do you remember the story the server the host at the time was like no he's like oh he's he's famous you know he's an olympic champion <laughs> oh that's right and uh <laughs> and like you were building him up you know and they were like all excited like we have <laughs> yeah, an olympic yeah. champion <laughs> sitting at uh, this and then they dentist. gave us free stuff right oh. yeah. and then and then they they didn't bother to ask and then at a certain point you're like oh yeah you know for for table tennis <laughs> and like like i couldn't keep a straight face because yeah. and you you know you did it so straight and this was well before you were yeah yeah sure but yeah you know you had you had the funny bug yeah yeah it was fun it was fun to get them to be like so excited so but like i guess it would that was you know that was harmless you yeah. know it was nice you were also trying to do something nice for your friend make him feel special make him feel special yeah <laughs> all i'm saying is by today's standards all these crybaby snowflakes 
would be like, <laughs> oh, he's a bully. He's bullying. I'm just yeah. saying my today's right, BS crybaby fucking stance. It would be totally different. Back then, yes. you were just noticing other people's weaknesses and pointing them out and to Brian. And exploiting them yeah. to get kids to laugh. That's right. right. But why was I doing that? Because I was new and I wanted kids to like me. Of course. Okay. And that's Tom, what we do on this so show. I don't remember this, but Tom apparently was like really shy. Really? Yeah. So we, well, early, early on, like we, we did have, we did live next door to each other for, for many years, but I think before we were two or three, we didn't, we, we lived in, like 10 minutes away from each other. And when I moved next door to him and we were like three and a half or four years old, you, you remember your parents telling the story of like how you would take you, you decided to take me to every neighbor's house and like ring the doorbell and say, this is my cousin. No, you don't remember this story. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, so Aww. he's blocked that out. That's yeah. just years of therapy. That was, you brought yeah. back. <laughs> Thanks. That's he probably, that sounds you. really sweet though. It was sweet. He, yeah. you. He, was, yeah. he was proud of you being there. This is my cousin. We're going to get married one day. I probably said something <laughs> like that. Um, I wanted to show you that you gave Christina gloves, but I also have gloves. <laughs> <laughs> These are called hander pants. And they're underwear for your hands. <laughs> and they're great for night vlogging or podcasting. Just out. <laughs> you have to wear them. They cut down on oh. hands. I feel so much better when I wear them. Man, I'm jealous. I want to wear my hander pants over my gloves. Oh, maybe save up and you can get some. I will. <laughs> have you worn those out in public yet? Of course. Where I'm on stage, where I'm driving, yeah, where I'm driving. Oh, they help for driving. Mm. <laughs> you know, sometimes the steering wheel slips and you're like, fuck. Like that <laughs> happens you need so. grip on your hander pants. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, yoga toes, like yeah. Pilates. That's true. Grip yep. on them. They're really, really cool. Yeah. Yep. Can I try one on? Can, can I put a hander pants Over? On? Yeah. Wow. Over my regular pants. <laughs> It's like that's wow. like soup that's like uh <gasps> wow. that's wow. like superhero wow. style. It's like dumb and dumber. See I'll how much drier this hand is now? <laughs> now you can write. Look oh, at the grip. Oh, oh, before it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. And now it <laughs> feels right. Oh fuck. And then I go like this and it's dry as a bone. Uh wait, before we go, because obviously we everybody knows to watch McMillions. Um, on HBO, and I'm sure if you've missed, you can see it on demand or HBO Go, right? Yeah, right. Or, or, yeah. Uh, which are fantastic. Um, you also, we've been lucky enough to just uh, be here and for it, but you guys have been releasing podcast episodes to support each each right. episode of the series. What um, what's covered in in the podcast, and how can people find it? The podcast is. Uh, uh, so you can find the McMillions mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, <laughs> the HBO No and Go, Go apps. Everywhere <laughs> where podcasts are available. Correct. So um, the big thing for us was the story is gargantuan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it spans 12 years. The 53 people that were indicted across 23 states. Like, it, it, there's a lot within it. And there were a ton of stories that they just didn't make it within the show. They were either... Um, they were really interesting, but not vital pieces of information and um, or just really cool things that we thought people would want to know about. Um, so we went to HBO and said, hey, what do you guys think about doing a podcast where we can add these things in? And then also there's so much information that the people that were in this whole situation, like the criminal side and the FBI side, that they wouldn't know until watching the show. So we have those people on and talk to them about what they've learned from watching the show the FBI agents even say to us, like Chris Graham, who is the 
squad chief of the white collar crime squad talks about how we know 10 times more than they ever knew because all they do is figure out what they need to get convictions and then uh, right. arrest and then convictions for us. We can dive into the backstory of everything. They didn't know the whole thing with Gloria Brown and what she went through. So to be able to get those reactions of I bet the things they're learning on another level for people involved with the story, especially the investigators, it's gotta be fascinating for them to watch this. Yeah. You know, and to reveal all the, like the little details that maybe they didn't have, time or access to you know yeah a specific like a big thing that that like episode five has the the crazy fact story about the the fbi and knowing it just from the criminal side of like how close they could have come to just blowing the entire investigation right before all of the arrests and it's it's just a fascinating thing to to understand mm. yeah the, the podcast has is evolved a little bit because what we always looked at it as, you know, this was where we could play our deleted scenes that that didn't make the show. We could dive deeper into some of the interviews. Deep dive. Uh, yeah. Deep. We're not supposed to say that. That's true. We, we were saying it too much we, on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> like our producer. Exactly. And, you know, we were we were very fortunate in, you know, to make this series as as unknown directors prior to this uh without a track record of directing a feature unrealistic ideas which is mark Wahlberg, Stephen levinson and archie like to their credit one of when we teamed up with them to go out to hbo like this was like them supporting us as directors uh as unknowns mm -hmm. and the vision that we had for it because you don't really see that too often where an unknown director has the chance to direct a, a series. You see it in the feature world yeah. a, a bit more. So that was that was a, a huge thing for us. And we've, we've had their support and HBO support for the series. And then the, the podcast was, was not only designed to like ha be a place for all these extra things, but, but really it's kind of evolved more into the, the character study of some of these people because you, Characters are what we feel make, it, you know, stories interesting. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you can have an interesting story, but if you have a dull character, like no yeah. one's going to watch it. And there's only so much time that we could fit into talking about who these characters are within the body of the series. And so that's kind of one of one of the ways that we've been able to explore a little bit deeper. And, and we've had some, you know, every subject that we've had on every podcast is great. We should also mention we should that tease, right? What's happening? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yes. got to go ahead. You something them. happening? Well, you know, after after next week, which is the finale episode, episode six, uh, there'll be an episode six podcast. But um, we've been talking about doing a bonus episode, uh, podcast episode, uh, with a very special host uh, because you know James and I you know, we had never done this before the, you know, the podcast world and, you know, we can talk, you know, I know you don't like to admit how, how green we were in, in doing this, but, uh, I, uh, no, we were, we were totally, but you know, this, this was, you know, a, a bit of a, of an experiment for us. And we didn't know if people would actually want to listen to it or like it, but it's, it's hard for us to just talk to each other all the time. And we yeah, because we don't talk to each other like Brian. So how do you feel about getting yeah. lunch right now? Yeah, yeah. you know, of course. Um, but we also we always wanted um, somebody who could come on and and be an outside voice, outside perspective uh, to you know, if not host the entire podcast series, yep. 
um, at least to do the bonus episode. And, you know, there, there's a phenomenal guest um, who is actually going to host. Do you know who, who it is, Christina? No. You don't? Who? Our bonus episode? Oh, my God. It's a very special what? guest. Yep. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty. I'm having chest pain. It's me. Wow. <laughs> yes. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. This is I huge. I am the guest host oh, for the bonus episode of McMillions. HBO is very happy with the choice. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We, uh, we fought tooth and nail. Yep. Right. And, uh, we're yeah. able to make it happen. Yeah. Wow. I can't uh, wait to hear it. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be really fun. I'm excited yeah. to do it. No, I'm we're, we're super yeah. stoked. Um, and I'm also excited to see what you guys do next. I mean, this was, uh, you, just, you just wet everyone's beaks. Um, so you're going to have to, you know, give us a new series yeah, soon. Man. Yeah, man. We're working on it. Yeah. We've, got, uh, we've got some things, some things, uh, in the and some cooking, some things Exciting. cooking. Okay, all right, we'll leave it at that. Um, McMillions. Check out McMillions on HBO, HBO on demand, HBO Go, HBO Your Mom, and then check out <laughs> the McMillions podcast uh, everywhere that uh, podcasts are available. And I'm, did they do the thing where they put the audio on the on the YouTube feed as well? Yeah, so like you yeah. can, yeah. so you can go to YouTube yeah. and actually just YouTube. click on it and, and listen yeah. to it. You Correct. can even do it through like yeah, after the you HBO watch the show. App. Yeah. Oh, on the app itself. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, are, do you have the podcasting bug? Are you guys going to become podcasters now? You think? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it, it's, like, it's nice to be able to turn down uh, or turn around something really fast. Yeah. Like, to do a show, it took right. us a year and a half to to do the thing. That's yes. true. It's great to be able to like do it and then be done in like a couple days. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but thank you guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks Congrats for having you guys. us. Yeah. I'll, uh, cool. I'll see you again. Bye, Mom. <laughs> you share the screen with Mark, Bal- Wal- Wal- Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you got it. I got it. Yeah, you got it. I got it. Is there something you long believed to be true and then realize wasn't? Jesus is our Lord and Savior?